spice. We'll do it live. It. Do it live. Don't write it. Yeah, we'll do it live. What do we have here? What is this? The handsome contest. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Who's with me? Let's go. Come on. Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. Good morning, party people. How the heck you doing? Happy Wednesday to you and yours, 532. Happy Wednesday to you, Carl freaking Brown. Oh, heck yeah, buddy. Here we are. How the heck you doing over there, pal? I'm all right, man. V- Let me just say this. Quick shout out to Vegan Mark. Yeah. He's in the text box, fired up. <laughs> he said, kick this. Yeah. Mm, let's, let's go. go. Do it. Vegan Mark don't need no meat. No. Okay? He doesn't need meat. Does not require a breakfast sandwich. And Lord, neither do I this morning. He is fired up and ready to go. (laughs) Carl's Carl's like, he's a sprinter Uh right now. He's in the starting blocks. And he's just, he's ready to go. I've also only got about 100 meters in me. So. Well, yeah. <laughs> I was about to follow that up with nobody screw this up, all right? Because he's ready to go. So nobody screw it up nobody in the text t- box. Nobody tie my laces together. <laughs> Not even wearing laces. 977-977. You can text the show. Hey, this might be good news. At least I know it is for me, and mm-hmm. I know you like to partake as well. Do I? Um, Monash, Monash University? Mm-hmm. M-O-N-A-S-H. What would you? Monash. Monash. Yeah. Missouri. What yeah. is it? It doesn't say where it is. It's kind of Missouri-Nashville hybrid. <laughs> That's exactly it. Monash uh, University reveals that drinking a glass of wine or a beer a day mm-hmm. is good for you. Well, it's in Australia. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's why. <laughs> that totally checks out now. There you go. One of Australia's leading university ranking among the world's top 100. Okay. Mm. Study participants downed between five and 10 drinks a week, then showed a lower risk of cardiovascular disease than those who had no alcohol. Can I just say, uh-huh. what a study to be a part of. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I need you to drink. Five to ten drinks right? a week. Although the person who only got to do like one a week, mm-hmm. be like, oh, this sucks. Yeah. And the guy's like, okay, you're up for 15, all right? <laughs> oh, okay. You're, right? you're the you're the end of the boat race. You're the anchor. Well, you'd have to have different, right? You'd have to have the one a week, the sure. three a week, the you five. Have have different and, test subjects. Right? And you yeah. go along and you're like, all right, Carl, you're the 15 a week guy. Well, if I have to. If I must. Does it matter if they're in one day? In the name of science. In the name of. Yeah, you forget about it. You yeah. get to Sunday. Got a cram. Oh, no. Got a cram. I got to drink all these right now. <laughs> now. I assume the benefits are only applicable if you also live like a reasonably healthy life. You know, it doesn't say. Good. So well, I prefer. Not- yeah. <laughs> For we don't think about that. Devil's in the details, and all, who needs them? Yeah, all I hear is is that you know, yeah. a wine or beer a day mm-hmm. is totally fine, and means that there's less risk of heart attack. That's all I need, man. That's all I need to hear. You tell me that I'm allowed to have a drink a day, <laughs> and there's a better chance I won't have a heart attack. One, one a day, though. I'm gonna take it and run with it. Well, it says five to ten a week. A week. Uh-huh. So. Every other day, every third day, you can have a second. <laughs> the Bachelor's on two nights a week, pal. Yeah, I know. Football, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I know. I mean, I had two alone. Actually, I was pretty good. I only had two glasses of wine last night. I didn't drink yesterday. That's pretty good for me, to be honest I with you. I had a dry Tuesday, apparently. Dry Tuesday? I guess so. Two. Unintentional. Uh, holding myself to two, that's uh, is honestly- that, Is a, that, yeah? It's a pat on the back. <laughs> I'm looking for some kudos here to somehow muster up only two- 
over a two-hour TV show, mm. that's that's pretty good for a Tuesday night. You know, you and I talked. Um, we talked about uh, Paul Rudd, and you said your favorite movie of his. This is forty. Yeah, what a movie. Uh, one, he was named sexiest man alive. Good for uh, him. Yesterday, good for is, him. Like, we're not even upset about that. No. Uh, also turning forty, Metallica. Oh, yeah. Just them. Nineteen eighty-one was the formation of, of okay. Metallica. So turning forty, uh, celebrating it. With a limited edition silver ring in honor of the band's 40th anniversary. Only 40 of these are going to be made. Uh, each one hand-numbered and engraved with the last names of the current Metallica members, as well as ex-bassist Jason Newstead and the late Cliff Burton. Rings oh, wow. will go on sale, actually went on sale uh, on Monday of this week on their Metallica web store. Sold out. Uh, 400 bucks. I was going to ask, are you going to get in on this? Is this something you're... And don't worry if you missed out on the run of the uh, numbered... Rings, they're still more available. They're just not numbered, and those are going for two fifty. Oh, Metallica celebrating forty years of making money by making a little more money. Yeah, of course. Hey, man, you got to do it. You you got to do it. Is this something that you you'd be interested in? Or I know. You know, if you ask fifteen year old Carl, probably. Yeah. You're asking, how old am I? Thirty six. Yeah, thirty six. Uh, no. No. No, I'm okay. It's just wrestling stuff. <laughs> no, it's not even that. I just I, I, like what would, you, would I wear it. I wouldn't wear it. Yeah, but you don't play with the wrestling toys. That's different. It, uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't. I still like. I like going out to see Metallica and stuff. In terms of like hoarding like collectible stuff for them, though. Yeah. I stay in my lane. Yeah. I got one very expensive lane that I stay in. I don't want. I don't want to dip my toes in anywhere else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Good, it's but it's a good point. It's kind of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I don't want to open up to other. You know, You'd be spending a couple of vinyl pieces a year is fine, yeah. but mostly let's just keep the focus on okay. on what we focus no, that's on. That's totally fair. Yeah. That's totally fair. All right, what you want to kick off the show with Metallica? Sure, what, ma'am. What, what are we doing here? This is uh, a little deeper cut off the Black Album, not yeah. one that gets played a ton. So don't tread on me. Soper and Brown show. Yeah, that's the name of the show. Oh, I was almost gonna say it. Well, if you could, if you'd like to. I'm good. Oh, good morning, party people. <laughs> you want to say the other part? As Vegan Mark said, let's go. Soper and Brown Show. It's 977. It's FM. It's like, I forgot about that in there. That yeah. Uh, all right. Let's get going here with our dink of the day. Uh, where are we going for this? This is, it doesn't actually say okay. necessarily where it's happened. Oh, you know what? Well, sorry. The article it says from the Irish Times. And the man's name here is Keith. O'Laughlin. So I imagine it is Ireland. Keith O'Laughlin. <laughs> I imagine it's a, it is that. So uh, Bernadette O'Laughlin. Mm-hmm. She has pleaded guilty. Oh, this is great. The name of the courthouse? Mm-hmm. Letter Kenny Circuit. <laughs> <laughs> the Letter Kenny Circuit. Yeah, Bernadette has pled guilty at the Letter Kenny Circuit. She has pled guilty because. She attempted to steal her or sell her husband's estate. Like just his belongings? His belongings. Okay. It, so she tried to sell them. And there's one issue. Well, they're divorced. So she no longer has You ex- no longer no. have, no. you know, the so her, right. So her husband's still alive? To sell any of these things. So, no. I'll say no. I'll say he did pass. Her husband passed. Okay. Okay. But before passing, yeah. they got divorced. Sure. So she thought to herself, split the deal and. All right. Yeah. He's dead now. Sure. 
So no one's going to question me. So I'm going to present myself as still his wife. That's right. And sell his estate and belongings. That's exactly it. They're divorced, been divorced, he dies. I will now say, oh yeah, this is my husband. Mm-hmm. Nobody will question me. Nobody will check into this at all. My sweet Keith. I will sell everything <laughs> and no one will know. Mm-hmm. Well, the problem is that, you know, yeah. when you do something like that. When you do an official divorce. There's a lot of legal things involved here. tend to file a little paperwork, I'm sure. <laughs> I've been through it myself, but I'm sure there's a notary involved at some point. Yes. Uh, so somebody at some point stepped in and went, you know, you can't do this. No, it's fine. I totally can do yeah. this. Except for she can't do it. No. She was arrested yeah. and was given a year in prison. It's fraud, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Theft? I'm not sure. I'm not even sure what you would file I, it under. I think it's both. <laughs> I think it's both. You ever been to an estate sale? No, but I imagine it's madness. It's a bit weird. Yeah. I've gone through a couple. Yeah. Just out of curiosity. And sometimes, like, the family is, like, there because somebody's got to be there to represent, yeah. like, the, the estate. Fair. And you just, like, go into a home and kind of peruse through some stuff. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird because, like, somebody has recently passed and they're selling off their goods and they're kind of, like, grieving. But then there's people kind of, like, haggling with them on mm. the prices of stuff. Mm. Like, it's kind of between a swap meet and a funeral and no one's quite sure how to behave. <laughs> he doesn't need it anymore. I tell Come you. On. I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> and I imagine some of them probably get a little messy, too. Probably. Right? Yeah, I haven't stuck around for that part. But, yeah. yeah just... How did you end up at an estate sale? I saw a street sign. I just walked down and checked it out. Really? <laughs> yeah, one time, yeah. There's one down from my parents' place in uh, back in Langley and Chelsea. And I was just like, do you want to walk down around the corner and just go through these people's house because we're nosy as hell? And she's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so you did. And we did. Did you buy anything? I did not. Mm. Think about buying yeah. Buying anything? Yeah, a couple of vinyls I almost kicked the kicked the tires on, but Dead Man vinyls? Yeah. What if you died on a them? A couple of Jim Croce records. <laughs> <laughs> what if like you went in you've no idea who this is, and you're like, all right, I'll take a peek around. And you open up some room and it's just wrestling figurines. I quickly close the door and try and find somebody from the family to put a lock on it until I can come back with more money. <laughs> Don't let Anyone see this? <laughs> so, anyways, she's now f- yeah. facing a year in prison mm-hmm. because, well, you she can't sell a dead guy's things if you don't. Remember her divorce? Yeah, she even she that was the thing. She they said, well, what? That, yeah. I forgot about that yeah. part. They said, well, what are you doing? Like, you can't sell. Like, what was your plan here? And she went, I forgot we got divorced. Ah, that was just a trial separation. I forgot I, we signed. Papers. I forgot that mm. we right. Oh uh, yeah, we got divorced. You know. <laughs> If Keith was alive, he'd have told me. You always kept track of these things. Oh, damn it, Jerome. Well, I'll just get up. Why are you putting the handcuffs on me? <laughs> I'll yeah. just get out of your way. Yeah, Sorry, just... officers. Uh, so I'm going to say Bernadette O'Laughlin. Oh, you didn't get the day. Who was president, <laughs> who was present at the Letterkenny Circuit. Every what Carl said. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. It's true. It's 97.7 Hits FM. Soper and Brown show. Freaking out some before Sixers. <laughs> little, actually, you know what? We typically don't do Chewy this early. I guess not. So maybe yeah. maybe that before Sixers just unaware. <laughs> Still my favorite part about Wookiee Wednesday, to be honest. Mike's on. Yeah, no, Mike's, no. That was on purpose, I assure you. It's 557. You can text this show anytime. 977-977. Text here reads, I am shocked mm-hmm. that Carl doesn't... 
collect music memorabilia. All this discussion about him collecting wrestling mm-hmm. stuff, I always assumed he collected everything he enjoyed. Learn something new today. So, yeah, we were talking at the start of the show, and Metallica has this ring that they're releasing. Uh, yeah, for their 40th anniversary, a collectible. Uh, there's only 40 of them released to their website, which I'm sure will not result in massive resales for anybody, but yes. You're a huge Metallica fan. Yep. Big, I would say, you know, what, a top three band? Probably, for you? yeah, top three, top five uh, for sure. Yeah, yep. you've seen them tons. Mm-hmm. It was a big part of your, you know, youth and growing up Huge and whatnot. Part. Yep. So you know, you were talking about that ring, and I wondered if you were going to go after it, and <laughs> and and I just kind of brushed it off. Yeah, yeah it's it's not something. I, I mean, it, you any music memorabilia? Because yeah, we we've talked at length. You, wrestling stuff. Yep. You, that you'll you'll if if somebody said to you, hey, you know, two doors down is the biggest wrestling collectible. That, you'd probably leave the show right now for a minute. Yeah. Right to go take a peruse. Yeah, it I- is. Your put on, passion. Put on some Skinner. Let me go and have a quick look. <laughs> it's it is your passion. That's right. And so I and even myself, I would have thought that something like this or yeah, a different music memorabilia would be mm-hmm. in your alley. But you stay away from it. Not eh? so much. Yeah, I mean, got a pretty good vinyl collection, and yeah. I'll add bits yeah, and pieces throughout that. the year. Yeah. Um, but in terms of the yeah, like memorabilia pieces, no, not necessarily. Yeah. I don't have a ton of space to display them, mm-hmm. and it it is by design. Because I'm sure, I could definitely, there's things that appeal to me, and I could dip my you know toe into that world, as I was saying. But I kind of like keeping it to one thing, just so you don't spend too much. Uh, I mean, yeah, part of it, yeah. It, I, I'm not the, I'm not the easiest to spend money on myself. Yeah. Usually, my wife has to like kind of kick me a little bit and like, no, go ahead and get these things yeah. that you enjoy thoroughly, right? Like yeah. sometimes I'm kind of hesitant to do that, yeah. even when there's stuff that I want. So yeah, it is strictly, almost strictly wrestling stuff. What would be because you've you've said that one of the holy grails for you would be like a pair of in-ring worn Bret Hart boots. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. What would be the equivalent of your favorite artist? Like, you know, would it be Billy Joel's suit? Right? <laughs> would it be... Uh, yeah, I don't a, know. A Bruce Springsteen bandana? <laughs> Springsteen vest or something. Yeah, like Springsteen that. vest. Some, some stage-worn thing. But even that, like, I, I think about that, right? Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure he played a couple of shows in it, or whatever it may be. But it's not as appealing to me. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a I'm not a, an instrument guy. I don't play anything. I'm not that musically talented. So the idea of owning and hanging a, a guitar somewhere isn't that uh, isn't that interesting to me. If there no. was like an early pressing of a record that was signed by maybe some members of the band or so, maybe that something, would get along, you going? something along those lines, maybe. Yeah, yeah but a it, signed Bruce guitar wouldn't get your motor running. Doesn't do as much for I me. I mean, I'm sure if you somebody. Handed it to you. I would rather have, yeah, yeah, yeah sure. I'd, like, yeah, it's interesting to me. But you're not going to pay for. I it. would rather have the experience. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm not, I'm not a big like in in the wrestling stuff too. I'm not a big autographs guy. Yeah, autographs don't mean that much to me. It's the experience. If I, if I were to meet somebody and get something signed, or if it, uh, if you had a run in somewhere, whatever it may be, that's a little bit different. But just the I'll pay more for this because whoever put pen to it. Yeah, I'm not that into that. It's not, it's not a big. Pushing uh, selling point for me. Yeah, you you did a book signing for Springsteen's book. Yeah, that's right. Right. Mm-hmm. And did you buy two, or did you only buy one and read the signed one? I read the signed one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And where's that sit now? 
Just in uh, the regular is, bookshelf? It is in my house on the bookshelf. If it's the, not on display one in of the some ones, way, shape, or One form? of the ones that's beside the television there. Yeah. Yeah. It's not in, on some regular display. <laughs> no, it's just there. It's just there, and it's signed. And if you'd like to see it, I'll show it to you next yeah. time you come over. <laughs> yeah, because that's the the only, the one piece of memorabilia that I have and, yeah. is a signed Dallas Cowboys helmet. Yeah. And it's signed by Tony Romo. And even that was more about, like, I wanted to go see the man. Yeah. The book was secondary. Yeah. I wanted to go see the guy and get a picture with him and yeah. see how short he was. He And he is. It's funny. I saw a video of him yesterday. Yeah, it was just on Instagram, I think. Yeah. Short? Yeah, man. Dude. Five, six, maybe. Yeah. Five, seven. Yeah. Tops. And getting smaller. Is that like, <laughs> I hear that is how it happens, yeah. Is that why he has so much energy? Like Yeah, it must be. Yeah. He's just a ball. He's a I know. full of piss and vinegar. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, it's a ninety pound soaking. I wet. think it is by design yeah. that uh that I stay in, in my one lane when it comes to collectibles and it's probably it's probably a bit of discipline to be to be honest. Yeah. Now well, if we get those max deals that somebody was pitching for us, well, <laughs> <laughs> CHTZ is an iHeartRadio station proudly serving Niagara and Hamilton. The Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. All right, 610, Wednesday morning. You know, mm-hmm. I am still yep. taking heat from Denver Broncos fans <laughs> from this game on Sunday. We're getting skunked. Oh, okay, look, yeah. let me say this, yeah. It definitely was an embarrassing loss. Sure. But Broncos fans, move on. Yeah. You act like you never won before. You still got Teddy Two Gloves. <laughs> I'm still t- We just got a call from somebody a few yeah. minutes ago and be like, how about that Cowboys? Like, Guys, it was Sunday. Yeah. It was Sunday. It's a new week. Start moving forward. How to move on. For you, I remember my first win. Holy. <laughs> I tell you, man. Did you guys have recent Super Bowls to celebrate or something? I, I You know, I didn't think yeah. Broncos fans would be like on the list of the most obnoxious fans. Yeah. So, I don't know. They're up there, though. I'll tell you what they did not make, is they did yeah. not make the top 10 of the worst complaining fan bases in the oh, NFL. Oh, no. Okay. I got a survey for you here. Okay. okay. Uh, this is done by uh, MyBets.com, and they surveyed uh, over 2,500 uh, NFL fans from all across the league. Yeah. And they wanted to know which fan base complains the most. Okay, so we're talking like during the game, oh, the refs and this Yeah, and that. the officials, yeah. how they're treated, whatever it may be. Okay. Which fan bases are the biggest complainers? And I do have the top 10 list in front of me. Would you dare to wager some guesses? Ooh, okay. And where would you like to start? You want to start at the top and try and work our way down? Well, yeah. It's, it's, hey, if you have the list in front of you. i got the top 10 in front of me We're here. switching things up here, yeah, typically. I'm quizzing. Do you want I'm me? quizzing you. Do you want me to just throw out? Th- th- throw out th- a name okay. and I'll tell you if they're on the list. The Patriots are one that, that came to the top of my head. Sitting at number two. Okay. Number two on the list. Okay. Um, I feel like New York fans also, Jets and Giants fans. Jets at five, Giants at ten. Okay, good stuff there. Uh, it's it's typically the big one. Uh, Packers fans. Packers at six. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh. Are 49ers fans on there? San Francisco did not make the okay, list. Okay, okay. Um, let me just roll through the list here of... Of the the big team, I'm trying to think mm-hmm. of the big teams. Is New Orleans Saints fans. Saints on there? did not make the cut. Okay, I know. I'm surprised Saints did not make the cut. Actually, yeah. after a couple of NFC playoff decisions, they've been screwed. They've had a couple so. really brutal calls goes against them that has cost them significant progress. Philadelphia Eagles fans. Eagles in at three. Yeah, that doesn't surprise mm-hmm. me. I I guarantee you the Dallas Cowboys are, are on there. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys, they are on the list. Do you want to guess where they sit? 
They're probably the top. They're number they? one. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't surprise <laughs> me one. even a little bit. Cowboys, it, number one. It doesn't surprise uh, me. You can stay bit. in the state of Pennsylvania for number four. That's the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, yes. Uh, so you're one through five. Dallas, New England, Philly, Pittsburgh. The Jets at five. Green Bay at six. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders at seven. Mm. The Bears at eight. The Browns at nine. And the Giants at ten. The Browns, eh? What do they have to complain? Surprise! Well, no, I mean, they have lots to complain I th- I, about. Yeah, but I just thought like sadness had set in time like years ago, and the ability to like get up and make noise about it. Well, I've told you before that I I went to a Cleveland Browns Dallas Cowboys game before. Yeah, this and, was I, and I went 2016. Way, 2016. Yeah, I went by myself. Yeah, and I was sitting in between two Browns fans. Yeah. And you know when you're like you're with another guy and mm-hmm. you're really, you know, you guys are beaking each other. Yeah, yeah. And it gets to a point where you know you've infiltrated their brain and it's no longer fun. You got to stop. Right? Yeah. You know, you're just like, I'm not enjoying myself anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, this is just kind of sad now. It was that. And it was just the, the two guys beside me, just they'd been through it, you know? Oh, yeah. They'd been through it. Well, 2016, I mean, those were... They were they went 1-15 that year. And that was the year after they went 0-16? Yeah. There was a space in time where the Browns won one... They were 1-31 mm-hmm. over two seasons, yeah. which is about as dark as it gets. They were, for football fans, this is a deep cut, but Cody Kessler was the starter for them that 2S day. 2S Kessler. It was truly something. On the but long list of terrible they, quarterbacks. They were just... So man, bad. They were... and Well, no, I'm, I'm going back to the fans. They were just... Sad. Yeah. yeah. Like, they weren't even, like, the, trying to, like, no. be like, oh, the Cowboys suck. They were just like, I pay season tickets. There is a resi- like, there's a resignation is- that sets in. And it wasn't enjoyable for me to try to, you know, no. S-talk them in any way. No. It was like, this is just, man, Kick- I feel for these Kicking guys. Kicking a man when they're down, yeah. I feel for these guys. Do you remember years ago, and we talk about old YouTube videos that stick with us. Somebody yeah. was asking us about that the other day. You and I saw a video from a Cleveland Browns tailgate. And there was a man who was paid not enough money to fully submerge his head yeah. in a bucket of piss. That's right. And that's what I think of when I think of Browns fans. Yeah. That he, instead of going to the game, he took a meager payoff and fully submerged his head in a bucket of other Browns fans' urine. I think he might have still went to the game. He might have still gone in. He might have. It was pre-game when he did it. And like what it was like under a hundred bucks, wasn't it? It was not enough. It was something It was not enough. We always talk about like, you know, with the open <laughs> yeah. mic, what would you do for this? How much money? This was one of the scenarios that honestly created our cash on the table debates. Yeah. Yeah. How much money to put your head in it a was bucket so of sad. Yeah. It wasn't one of those things where you locked like, oh, his head's covered. We were just like, Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, is is that, that guy okay? Un- and oh, yeah. to me. I, Submerged. I, I'm talking like I need six <laughs> zeros minimum. <laughs> six zeros minimum. I think this guy did it for a max of like 120 bucks. I don't even know if he. I don't, I don't know even, if he broke a hundred. Know if it was that. I don't I, know if he oh, broke a hundred. I always think of that. Right. When you talk about sad Browns fans, Ooh. I always think of that. Ooh. They deserve better. You got. You got to be better. <laughs> you, you know. Do. You got to hold yourself. Yeah. The Silver and Brown Show. On 97.7 Hits FM. I just got an email. <laughs> and it said, boys, I found the bucket of piss video. <laughs> it still exists. Oh. It's still up on YouTube. This is this remains one of the grossest things I've ever seen. You want to forgot? What? Dude's jacked. He's Was like he? A, he's like a jacked guy. <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. I'm looking at the still at the start of the video. He's like, uh, looks unnaturally, uh, perhaps 
Chemically enhanced, if you will. Yeah. Uh-huh. Is there, do you, can you skim it over to the part where he doesn't? I'm watching right now. It's, about, it's only a 40 second video. Oh, okay. okay. Hold on. Let me come around. Let me yeah, come around here. Yeah. My, my mic's live. You might, yeah, your headphones going to take it? Hey, they do. Look at that. Look at that. Soper's going for a walk here. He's coming to join me on my yeah, side. sharing a microphone. Okay, there he yeah. is. Yeah, let's see it. Put it in. Oh, the guy is jacked. I forgot right? There's so much pee in that bucket. It's like, like think of like a think of like a pickle bucket at a restaurant, like filled with urine. I don't know what that means. It looks like, well, a yeah, like it comes in a big, you know. Is that what pickles come in? Yeah, a big bucket like that. Really? Oh, oh they're counting them just, down. Oh, and he just does it too. Oh my god, I forgot how oh. <laughs> oh. You forgot how submerged? Oh. He like not only does he submerge, he like headbutts it. Yeah. He goes in with so much force. I guess that's the way. That it overfills all he the- He wouldn't want to slow dip. He's <laughs> just in, out. I guess if we're talking about the proper way to put your head in a bucket of urine. <laughs> For cash. Yeah, you're right. I guess the quick headbutt is better than the slow submerge. <laughs> If you want the link, obviously, oh. just hit the text box, 977-977. I was really hungry, it. too. I was just thinking. You were just like, saying. You wanted breakfast soup. Yeah. I no longer want breakfast soup. I wanted breakfast I want, soup. I breakfast want firm soup. foods only Pizza. after watching that. Oh, my God. I forgot you. about that. Why did you send that to us? <laughs> I, I, had, I had remembered the video, but forgot how gross it really was. It's really bad, man. I kind of just pushed it out of my brain. And anytime anybody says anything about a sad Browns fan. Right? That's, yeah, that's and it. I, like, and some Sundays I am that sad Browns yeah. fan. Yeah. Like, Bills fans get wild. I sure. Don't, I don't know if their head's in the bucket of pee wild. That's, I don't know. I've never, I haven't seen proof of it. Right. We, but I that's, mean, uh, we had plans to be able to go hang out with Bill's Mafia, and then the world wouldn't let us. We don't have to put our heads in anything, do we? I won't. No, okay, no, good. no, good. no, no. Just I, I want to go through a table. Hell, I want to go through a flaming table if I could. <laughs> but I think I draw the line at the bucket of pee. This video was posted nine years ago. Yeah. And it made that much of an impression on me. Yeah. I was going to say, we watched it. It came out when we were working together yes. back in British Columbia. That's right, yeah. That's when that video came out. You know, funny thing is, uh, I got the oh, I got the uh, the money here. Uh, it was four hundred and fifty bucks. Oh, he did get four hundred. Four fifty. For some reason, I thought it was less than a hundred. Also, slightly more content. Guy's a cop. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that guy's out there protecting the streets. That's right. Oh my god. To serve and protect. <laughs> oh my god. Is four fifty enough for you? No. What no. is your number? What's your number? No, man. Oh, we're, we're we're here. We're discussing it. What's your number? Way higher than that. Ten grand. Ten. That might be. That might be enough to get me to the table. But yeah. even still, no, no, I don't need ten grand that, that bad. Yeah. Of course, I, everyone, I could yeah. use it. Yeah. There's things I could do with it. Yeah. But I'm still the guy. Like you and I remember this from nine years ago. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I guess filmed and put out there's ten grand worth two radio guys nine years later still lolling at you putting your head <laughs> in a bucket of urine. <laughs> Is ten grand worth that? People remember. Yeah. Okay. No, you're right. The- do you think you'd have to shave your beard? Could you do enough it. scrubbing? Everything. I'd leave the country. Could you do enough scrubbing? No. Like I feel like you'd have to shave everything. Right. No. I don't know if you could scrub hard enough. Even in the days where I had hair, just no. Like you just. There's no. There's certain things you just. Yeah. See. You don't need to do. There's other ways to earn. Two hundred grand. Okay. <laughs>
Oh, Bonnie hated that no, show for sure. <laughs> no way Bonnie enjoyed that. Soper and Brown show. I did 6.30. People are now yeah. uh, requesting other gross videos for us to watch. I'm good for uh, now. Yeah, we don't need to turn this into There's it. a laxative video yeah, here. Something. I don't, I'm no, good. good. I'm good for now. Uh, if anybody's curious, uh, we mentioned the, the Springsteen signing thing a couple yeah. times. I posted the pic on my Instagram just now, mm, at carlbrown977, so you can see that. Circa 2016, 2017, uh, something uh, like that. Thank you, Carl. Yeah, that's pretty it. much it. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. I feel like if you're going to do a Bruce impression, you have to keep your teeth together. After, uh, yeah. I think we were about three and a half hours into the signing, so yeah, he was probably out of, <laughs> out of conversation points by yeah. then. Just seeing people falling on him, though. Oh, my God. Really? Oh. Women ready to oh, throw it man. all away? Oh, they would have, yeah. Throw it if all away. If he was willing away. to leave that signing, they would have left their yeah. significant others. Is your, is your wife uh, got the, the hots photo? for Bruce? No. Does she have the hots for Bruce? I think I think she was shocked at up close how, how good looking he was for, for a guy that age, right? Yeah. yeah. The aura. He's got an aura about him, doesn't he? he does, yeah. He's got that aura? Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> the blue collar guy who never worked a nine to five in his life, right? You want to leave this man and join me in Jungle Land? <laughs> join me in Jungle Land. <laughs> All right, you want to give away some movie passes? I'd rather go racing in the street. Uh, yeah, absolutely, man. Movie passes. I'll call you Rosalina. <laughs> Ghostbusters, Afterlife, Springsteen's not in this one, unfortunately, ah, but you can come and see that with us uh, November 22nd, Landmark Cinemas, Penn Center, St. Catharines, Ghostbusters, Afterlife, a pair of tickets to join us for a hits night of the movies for best question, 977-977, get them in. Somebody just texted and said the Browns fan who was a cop got suspended for two days because of that video. Did he really? Well, the 450 covered that. Southern Ontario's Best Rock and the Sober and Brown Show on 97.7 Hits FM. Call me now. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. All right, 977-977, we're doing a round of best question. We got movie passes. We do, man. Yeah, Ghostbusters Afterlife. You and I are hosting a Hits Night of the Movies November 22nd. And uh, you can come and join us at Landmark Cinemas at the Penn Centre in St. Catharines. For best question, we're giving away a pair. What is more superior, the burger with two patties or the single patty but has bacon? I'm assuming cheese is still involved here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, give me the single. Yeah? Yeah. Single with bacon? Yeah, please. You want the different type of meat on there? For sure. Yeah? Yeah. Yep. Okay. That's okay, that? Derry. Okay, Derry. Where do you go on that? I think I agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I agree with you, yeah. yeah. The, not that I wouldn't have the no, two patty situation. If you're if you're in the Wendy's drive-thru right now, are you grabbing a JBC oh, or are you grabbing JBC. a double stack? It's a JBC. There you go. It's a JBC every time. There so. it is. Yes, you are correct. Which alcoholic beverage is guaranteed to get you white girl wasted and give you the worst hangover? Oh. It's all about volume for me. Yeah. And there's certain times where I've had like a whiskey hangover where I, I'll i curl up into a ball and I'm, it's almost like I'm trying to bury myself deeper into either the couch and or bed. Yeah. I'm just trying to like your head hurts so bad that you're trying to grind to a lower plane of consciousness. Mm. So I would give it to that. So I, for me, wine could drink it until I'm blue in the face. Yeah. Uh, and have tried. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Beer, I can't burp, so I don't. I can't yeah. drink a lot of that. Whiskey, I'm okay until the next day. Yeah. The next, it affects me more the next day yeah. than it does the day of. Mm-hmm. But the liquor that will, I can only have a few of, and it will ruin my night. It's tequila. Is it? Yeah. It's tequila. Hmm. Yeah. 
It is tequila. Tequila's so tough because I find Ugh. I find it almost enjoyable. No, the so thought like, of it. I like I, I enjoy consuming it. I can Ugh. sip it. I like it. Yeah. But then I think I'm cruising at a certain altitude, but I'm actually a little higher than I thought. If if I I say tequila is like a two shot max for me. If I had three in a night, yeah. I'm puking. I will puke. I'd love to test this. Oh God, it's bad. It, I hate it. <laughs> We're so not going to test it for full gear on Saturday. No, another, no, I want to enjoy no, myself. I, another night. Um, the last night. time I got white girl wasted, probably the pumpkin pie moonshine. <laughs> uh, this person here says, "How many fingers am I holding up?" Six. I think it's one. <laughs> Just the middle. <laughs> Bonnie. If all animals were the same size, who would win in a fight? Now, let me, let me. I want to break this down before we answer. All right. Okay. We need to establish what the size is. That was my first question. Yeah. Right. Is everything going up to the elephant size? Or do the elephant have to come down to badger size? Right. Like, because an elephant size badger ain't nothing. And you know, what? Is that an album? Badger title? size. Ele- maybe. Yeah. Now, maybe we can break this down into two parter here. Right. Let's imagine everything goes down to uh, the size of. A golden retriever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. And then everything goes up to the size of, of an elephant. Well, they're not the same size, are they? No, no. We're we're answering two different oh, things. We're answering two questions. Yeah. Now. Okay. I want to know if we get the same answer. Okay. So let's start with everything is the size of a typical golden retriever. So everything comes up to or crawls down to yes. that size. Yeah. And what is still the most effective? Would it not be? The animal who's already that size, like, would not be the wolf because it's mm. already most comfortable mm. in that frame, mm. right? It's a good point. I'm, I'm, I'm voting on home field advantage here. Yeah. So the animal who's already the medium, who's already where we have to get to, and is a efficient killer, is the one I'm voting for. That's fair for just the golden retriever size thing because now let's go with the elephant. You got a wolf the size of an elephant. That's bad. It's taking down the elephant. I would agree. So I think your original argument only works if we're talking lower size. Okay. Bigger size? I don't think an elephant's beating an elephant-sized wolf. Wolves can be slower. Right? Slower. But pack hunt, you know. Yeah. I think we're talking one-on-one fight, though. Mm. One-on-one fight. I still think it destroys the elephant. Think about the paw coming at the elephant. Yeah. The jump, you can still jump. Yeah, oh you know? yeah, for sure. Hmm. And basically, we're talking about Clifford the Big Red Dog here, you know, but a wolf. My vote, polar bear. Polar bear. Yeah. Where Where do you stand on spider? Like a tarantula, the size. It's tough. Can tough. it wrap around? Can it sprint? Ugh. That's what I mean. Yeah. Tarantula, the size. Mm-hmm. Hold on, snake. Yeah. The size of an elephant. But then, like, what is it like? Does it still have the length, or does it just get really? Yeah, are we talking girth or length? Yeah, that's mm. you know that's you know that's one of the all time discussions, really. Yeah, it's fair. Girth versus length. That's fair. Alligator, hippo. Sticking with my wolf. Wolf. Yeah, I'm sticking with on it. both of them. Both. I think it cross. I think it crosses both planes well. You think the wolf takes down an elephant sized tarantula? I think the wolves do. Yeah, it's a one on one fight, man. How is this one on one? It's a cage how match. Animals work. It's a cage match. What? Yeah. Well, let me have the train. I don't know, man. I didn't get high before this question. <laughs> I should have. Hold on, hold on one sec. <laughs> I still, th- you know, I think tarantula. Okay. You're going wolf? You, you take your spider. Somebody, for the love of God, create these things. <laughs> but make them sure, make sure they don't feel like, I don't want to, you know. Yeah. I don't, don't want to feel pain. 
Can we somehow simulate this? This got to be yeah, put, This is what Elon should be doing with his free time. Yes. Yeah. Create us an elephant-sized spider. Stop tanking your own stock and go do something fun for once in your life. Look, I think we got to give it to that one. You want to give it to that? Yeah. Did you have one more you wanted to read? Or? Nope. No, no, I'm good. Animal size fighting. UMass suggests you're coming to Ghostbusters. Shelby's up next. Kids FM headlines with Shelby Knox. All right, Shelby, good morning. Now, seeing as how, you know, we this is our final week with you, we need to throw as many weird questions your way as possible. Yep. And question just came in. Said, if every animal was the size of an elephant, okay, even mm-hmm. playing field, every animal, who wins in a fight? The ultimate fight, one-on-one. We're not talking pack mentality, one-on-one. Who wins? I I don't know. I mean, if they're all animals are the size of an elephant, I mean, do they get the relative strength of the elephant as well? Or do they yeah, I their, think like gorilla. Is this an Ant-Man situation? What's happening? No, I think it's like gorilla, for example. It, it, it's King Kong, what right? About, what about the ant? Oh, the I think the ant has a good chance as well. Because they are strong, and if yeah. they get proportional strength to their size, I mean, there's yeah. not much stopping the bugs. That's a great point. Is, it, is, uh, is an ant's head really hard? Like if a gorilla punched it, would it... Ugh. Well, ants, I believe they have a uh, hard outer carapace, right? Like mm-hmm. most insects do. So, oh. I mean, if that also strengthens proportionally. Mm, like armor. Did you're we? At armored ants. Did we overlook the ant, Carl? I think we overlooked a lot of things. Yeah. It's a large conversation and also insane. So, there's a lot of things to look at. Shelby? Picture the praying mantis. Now you've got a giant praying mantis. Multiple people with said that. Sides yep. on its arms. Uh huh. Yep. Multiple people said that. Look, Shelby. Uh, I'm going to need you to talk to Tim Dennis over at 610. You're not doing news for the next 30 minutes. Uh, we're not going to play any music. We need you in on this. We're talking about this. All right? Next 25 minutes will be spent on this, okay? Special podcast well, edition, I mean, maybe. Te- technically, what are they going to do? If just- <laughs> this is exactly what I'm saying. What are they going to do? Exactly what I'm saying. All right, well, look. In real news, before we get to the animal discussion, uh, you had an update from a story out of Niagara Falls last week. Yeah, so we learned that two parks in Niagara Falls were torn up horribly, really, by off-road vehicles. The track's quite deep, and Mm -hmm. it turned parts of the parks into a bit of a mud pit. Uh, Police now say that they have identified some suspects, but they have not released the identity of those suspects. And no arrests have been made so far, but the investigation is still open. So if you've got more information, give them a call, let them know what you know. But right now, the advancement in the case is that suspects have been identified. You know, speaking of Ant-Man... He's in the news. Oh, yes. Paul Rudd has been named the sexiest man alive. The unaging Paul Rudd himself. Congratulations. I believe it was was unanimous. First time ever. (laughs) I got to agree, frankly. We talk about this on the show all the time. He seems like one of the most down-to-earth dudes who is incredibly handsome, but you'd never have to worry about him stealing your girl. He's on the short list. Of like, if you heard like the foul rumors of Paul Rudd behavior, I'd be like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, man. There's only a few people that are still on that list. Yeah. He's almost getting into Hank's territory. Right. I, I agree. I enjoy this pick. And now I will say for Ant-Man, he did bulk up considerably. But oh, yeah. I mean, Paul Rudd is one of those guys that I don't think of and think, oh, yeah, he's so muscular. Like other guys on the list. You've got like Dwayne The Rock Johnson was yeah. on this list. Chris, Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Yeah. You've got, like, really tough David Beckham. Like, these guys were known to be built. And then you've got Paul Rudd. Who, Hell yes, yeah. I think of him as Ant-Man, but I also think of him back in his Friends days. Yes, yeah. he's yeah. giving us, he's giving the normal, everyday guy hope. Right? He's just, I mean, let's, yeah. he's not an everyday guy. Uh-huh. He's still Paul Rudd, but no. I mean, he's but just, he's, he's not that 
overly masculine, muscle-bound guy. And I think that's a great message to send to guys that, hey, you know, like, Paul Rudd's still great. You he's, know, he's still desirable. He seems more relatable than your Brad Pitts and your Chris Hemsworth. He's obviously better than all of us combined. Yes. <laughs> I'm just saying it's <laughs> a bit more said. it's a bit more relatable, right? It is. And yeah. no, I don't know. He just seems like a gem. He seems like a gem. I like this choice. God, I like, he's handsome. He's very <laughs> handsome. And like I said, I mean, recently short, yeah, he has bulked up and muscled up, and we see the abs in Ant Man and whatnot. But you know what? Just as cool and friends as he was an Ant Man. So, um, somebody, I got to keep in mind, Nick Nolte won this thing one year. Okay, really? Just, yeah, just fair. Just I mean, just to give some. He was probably sexy in his time. Considered sexy. <sighs> Tough one. You're looking. You're looking at him now, though. Tough one. You're looking at it now. No, I'm looking at the picture from '92 that they used. Let me see it. It ain't good. Let me see it. Hold on. I know. Right. I know nobody else can well, see I mean... it, but I want to see it. <laughs> In the eye, sexiness is in the eye of the beholder. Yeah. For sure, of course. Uh-huh. Connery won this thing. Yeah, Connery was sexy. Come of on course. now. Dude, that well, back in his day, back in his heyday. <laughs> yeah, it's not a great picture. But, but um, I, know. I understand. Tastes have know. changed. Yeah. No, that's a great point. Tastes have changed. You're really going to sit there and say Sean Connery wasn't sexy at one Who point in time? Who was that soft-ass country star I wanted a couple years ago? Blake Shelton. <laughs> yeah. That was a weird pick. Toss it. Anyways. Hey, you know what? Whatever turns people's crank, and he turns somebody's crank. Some, yeah, somebody. That's totally fair. Hey, uh, Squid Game, obviously, it's already been you know, broken records for as a Netflix show. Massive. And this isn't a surprise. Squid Game 2 is coming out. Squid Game 2 is coming out. Absolutely. So it will be coming out. We don't have a date yet, but we do have word from the creator who says that uh, they don't have concrete plans for what's going to happen in the upcoming season, which is good for anyone who's not finished it yet. Mm-hmm. But uh, they are going to be moving forward with a new season. It's the least surprising news ever, isn't it? Oh, something was successful. They're making a sequel. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. pretty. Yeah. Of course they were going to do it. It's pretty this. safe money. <laughs> I'd be interested to see how all of the other K-drama shows on Netflix did after this one dropped because it, yeah. it brought a whole new audience to the genre and it's, it is a huge behemoth of a genre that has gone largely unignored in, in North America, and I think it's getting some due. There's some great writing there. And now we can expose it for Netflix profit. <laughs> Hurrah! Yes. Hurrah! Profit! <laughs> All right, you go tell Tim that you won't be doing news, and we'll talk to you about fighting animals in five minutes, okay? Mm, we'll see. The Soper and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. First off, a couple of things here. Uh, number one, Shelby, uh, for anybody who missed it, yeah. final week on the show. Yes, moving on to a new opportunity in Kitchener. Uh, we can say that officially yep. now, I believe. Yep. So uh, big congrats to her. Bittersweet Absolutely. for the show, of course, because she's a huge part of it. We're going to miss her terribly. Yep. Uh, but moving on to an opportunity that she uh, that she went after yeah, and she great. interviewed for and she successfully got because she's a damn talented woman Agreed. and they're lucky to have her. Agreed. And so Friday we're going to have some fun. we got some few things planned. but A couple little audio pieces. Yeah. Yeah. But get, we always get questions here this sure. week. Of yeah. If you, didn't, on, uh, so. if you didn't catch it on the podcast or catch Monday's show yet, is her last week with us. Also, few people, very uncomfortable that we can comfortably say Paul Rudd is handsome. Oh. <laughs> few people are really like, really? You're going to talk about him like that? Sure. Why not? <laughs> Man. It's a big deal. Grow up. Okay? Yeah. He's a good, <laughs> good looking guy. He's a very good looking Fine. <laughs> The, Even Bonnie P might think so. The amount of uncomfortableness coming from the text box. Oh, you can't say another man's attractive. Sure you can. What are you doing? Just did. 
Looking guy. Oh, it made me laugh. Like, He'll be in Ghostbusters be Afterlife, fun. which Hell you can yes. watch with us That's at the right. theater. A couple other good looking guys. You know, yesterday I kind of offhandedly said to you, uh-huh. Do you think it's possible? Has it ever happened <laughs> that you open up a yogurt lid and there's no yogurt on the bottom? Let me tell you something. Yeah. My friend Jess, who listens to the show, she listens to the podcast like religiously. As soon as we put it up, it's part of her. Jesse? Uh, Jessica. Love you, Jessica. Jess Love, yeah. Love you, Jess. I should say, yeah, forever. Yeah, never mind. You're a beautiful human. <laughs> listens to the show, uh, the podcast every day. Sent me like four to five messages about yogurts, yeah. brands, lids. To try? <laughs> to try that she's experienced. <laughs> it's so wild. it's it's possible. She thinks it's possible. She thinks she's seen it. So it, here's the thing: I didn't know this was my life goal, but it now is <laughs> to find that's right a clean yogurt lid to open it and find no yogurt on the underside. I swear to God that we will do this on the show mm-hmm. every single day <laughs> until we find one. We'll do one a day, one and, a day. and 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 you know, right now we're setting it up, uh. and eventually. We will just, it'll be a very quick open. But I just want you to know Uh that this is now my new life goal. That's right. All right? Okay. So, you ready to go? We're once again riding the Oikos train today. That's right. One. Oh, son of a, nope. Yeah, I got yogurt on it. Yeah, I got yogurt on mine too. Uh, Yeah, I went with a banana flavored Oikos. Rocking the key lime over here. I, I, we have Oikos left. And that's what we're going to have to probably do for the rest of the week. Well, you got to finish them. I don't plan on going to the grocery store. So next week, though, I think we need to do a different brand. Great. Because there are people saying it's possible. Yep, many. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen it, though. Not consciously. Right? I, I don't know how much I've looked for it, but not. I don't have clear memory of it. All right. We're 0 for 2 on the yogurt lids. Oh, oh that was... <laughs> Carl just looked me deep in my eyes and licked the lid. How handsome was that? Has an 8.5 out of 10. <laughs> a lot of yogurt suggestions coming in. Mm-hmm. Somebody here said, uh, work at a grocery brands. store, said those things get tossed around. No way you're finding one. <laughs> I like this text from uh, a listener in Coburg. Said, honestly, boys, yogurt with a clean lid, like a beer that doesn't go crack when you open it. I'd be uh, wary of a clean lid. That's fair. Look, we're going to do it until we find it. I swear. <laughs> Every single day I'll open a yogurt. Somebody said the, the audio of Shatner isn't really him going to space. It's him opening up a yogurt with a clean <laughs> lid. <laughs> that is, uh, you yeah. know what? Yep, that's Finally exactly what it was. finds the right one, opens her up, and... Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Do you, do you see this? Oh, I'm telling you. <laughs> I've never seen it before. All right, let's take a break. On the other side of it, we got a Wednesday edition of The Machine... Um, I'm trying to think here what was on the machine. I'm trying to remember. It was, we had some more poem stuff. And we had a poem not from Machine Shakespeare. Yeah. And yeah. pretty good, so, too. And? Huh? When you said, I made you step out of the room. I was on our water run. I was filling up the coffee maker and both our water bottles. Wrestling trivia. Oh, okay. Can we take down the Browns? Let's find out. Mm-hmm. 9.05. 682-9797. You call that machine anytime. You know, when we were talking about the elephant-sized animals to mm-hmm. fight, somebody just threw an octopus. But okay. again, it's got to fight. It's it's better in water. And then he said we give it machetes. Well, that's unfair. We're not. This is not a weapons fight. Does the fight start on land? I think the fight starts on land. It would have to drag whatever to the water. Well, that's an interesting, uh, if it can interesting do it. approach. 
Now, if it also can on, it's strong, right? All right, we put boxing gloves on it. Tuesday Machine brought to you by Animal Crackers of all size, shapes, and forms. If you want to sponsor the machine, Brown. Wait, what day is it? Wednesday? Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> oh, you said Tuesday? I don't care. <laughs> all right, let's start this machine. Brown at hitsfm.com. Email Carl anytime. Yeah, man. Um, let's start this machine. By talking about soup. Okay. As we talked about soup yesterday. Big soup day. The ultimate soup. We said cheddar broccoli yeah. is the official soup of the Soper and Brown show. Shadow Gov disagreed strongly. He was upset. But uh, we were waking him up to the, uh, you got to emulsify. You yeah. got to get the emulsion blender in there. Yeah, the hand thing. Yeah, there. yeah. You got to have one of those. You got to do that. Get your act together. If you want a good broccoli cheddar, you yeah. got him. All right, this guy has some opinions. Let's go. Hey, guys, what's up? It's Gregster here in the hey. Hammer. Uh, I wanted to comment on soup. Okay. When we were teenagers, me and my buddies used to mix bean with bacon, cheddar cheese, and cream of potato. Ooh. Throw it all up in a big pot. We used to call it squid piss. <laughs> it was really good. Mixing soup is okay. Have a good one. <laughs> squid piss. Squid piss? That's going on the band's list. Why squid piss? That's going on there. Is it black? I don't know what it would have come out to. Why squid piss? That's number, my big takeaway from this. Number 139. Where did squid piss come from? Right after gassy shoes and screaming for Pete. God, what a band name list. <laughs> squid piss. You know, are we missing out here what? by not mixing soups? I don't know. Is this some, like, hack that we have not... Let infiltrate our brains. You yet? have to bring a hot plate in here. I don't see what could go wrong other than burning down the White House of Rock. What could possibly go wrong? Well, I'll tell you what, if the yogurt thing ever runs dry, we'll bring in a couple of. That'll be next. Yeah. After we run through our yogurt science, yeah. soup science. Soup science. And then profit. That's exciting. This, uh, oh, okay. Actually, this is funny. I wrote down the word gibberish. Excellent. I want you to attempt Love it. to figure out what this person is saying. Well, if you guys are the worst, mm-hmm. sign me up because I'm the worst, too. I like it. Right on the bandwagon. Oh, so he said, if you guys are the worst, uh-huh. then sign me up for being the worst, then something, something bandwagon. <laughs> That's what I heard. Is that what it was? Something, something bandwagon. I I listened to that three times. I heard bandwagon on the end. And I couldn't decipher what was happening. Give me happening. one more. You want one more time? Let me rewind it. Okay. Here you go. Well, if you guys are the worst, mm-hmm. sign me up because I'm the worst too. Oh, I like yeah, it. Yeah. Lay on the bandwagon. Uh, lay on the bandwagon? All right. Okay. Sure. All right. Well, thank you. Yep. I think. Thanks for joining up. Joining um, the cause. Okay. How about something a little more clear? Okay. We get a poem this time. There once was a catapult supplied by Hitch Nation. Mm-hmm. It sits there defending the radio station. So if you decide to attack the White House of Rock, you're going to need much more than a clock. You'll be met with a cannon firing cotton swag. Swords and knives as well, you'll need a white flag. And after it's raised, as the warriors are disbanding, take a look through the smoke at the catapult still standing. <laughs> the mighty Soper and Captain Brown keeping us entertained and safe in this quaint little town. Oh, it's just brilliant right there. <laughs> it's quaint little town. That's just brilliant stuff right there. <laughs> Captain Brown. Mighty Soper. <laughs> and the Mighty Soper. <laughs> A little bit different than the buffoon and brown show. We might be able to use the catapult today, we realize. The cars Maybe. have kind of been moved. Yeah. We might be able to shoot it into the trees. I still don't love the direction we're firing in, but that's 
to be discussed. Look. Yeah. I just want to shoot this thing. <laughs> and know. it might be our only option. I know. All right? I know. Beggars can't be choosers. Okay. Uh, Movember, the underwear. That's right. You can officially purchase the mm-hmm. Soper and Brown underwear. Yes, 100% of the proceeds go towards the Movember campaign. Uh, people asking, you know, when does the underwear show up? I think it's at five to seven business days. Five to days. seven days, yeah. So just sit tight. It'll come at some point End soon. Of this week, middle of next week. Mish wanted to talk about Movember for the ladies. This is Mish here. Sought for the day, ladies. No shave November is for men only. So hmm. please do away with your sweaters. And I approve this message. <laughs> please do away with your sweaters. Yeah, your sweaters. Ah, uh-huh. yes. You know. I thought in solidarity, ladies just don't shave their legs. Oh, is it legs only? But it's that? I don't know. Do you make that into a mustache? <laughs> would that be would that excite you or is it is it interesting that the two hairy months also line up with the no nut November movement? Mm. We put it all in November. Just a hairy, sexless November. Oh. <laughs> First album from? Band number one thirty nine. One thirty nine. Squid Piss <laughs> with Hairy Sexless November. You think they'd be a punk band, right? First name Harry. You think they'd be a punk band? Last name Sexless November. Korean pop band. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate squid game. Are we supposed to be? Is No Nut November supposed to be happening? Uh, I don't know. I failed. <laughs> All right, let's do this. Am I still in? I was so pissed off at my wife last night. I just finally turned around and looked at her and I said, "You know what the difference between a hangover and you is?" She turned around and said, "What?" I said, "A hangover eventually goes away." Ooh. Oh, jeez. Well, that guy's that guy's doing no nut November. That's gonna stick with her. Yeah, <laughs> that guy is totally taking part. Yeah. Oof. Okay, we've talked about Shelby. It's obviously her final week. It is. She got a, a gig in Kitchener. Mm-hmm. Something that she wanted. Big loss for the show, but great move for her, and we couldn't be happier. Even though it is a tough time, uh, some people wanted to drop in some notes about Shelby. Great. Hey, Shelby Knox, you're just a great person, and you will be very much missed from the station. You do everything. You inspire people i know you inspire me you're just a wonderful person and you'll be missed by a lot of people i mean i have i agree completely yeah i agree completely and then somebody wanted to drop down a song about shelby (laughs) super james here gonna sing a song for shelby knox oh shelby you came and you told me the news now you're going away but i'm boozy because i'm missing and that's all I got. Yeah, that's fair. Shelby Knox. I'm going to miss you. You're awesome. Can you have a cool, cool, cool? <laughs> I hope so. That last cool, cool, cool is oh, going to be emotional, be man. a tough one. That's going to be emotional. It's going to be a tough one. Friday be a tough day. I was I was building I know. Uh, some stuff for yeah. her yesterday. Yeah. And I was emotional. I know. I was as I was I was grabbing every little hear, clip. It you hear the news and you're happy for her, but yeah. then you know the the process starts to to yeah. hit you and you realize she is a really big yeah. part of the show. And yeah. you know I think the last two years have been such a unique time, and the three mm-hmm. of us have been fairly uh, you know uh, tied together yeah. through the whole thing. And it's yeah. just yeah, it's going to be tough to see yeah. her go. Yeah. All right, more on that on Friday. Let's finish with some wrestling trivia, Carl. Okay. Are you prepared? Sure. Morning, boys. Bill from the States here. Got some wrestling trivia. Uh, SummerSlam 97. Goldust defeated Brian Pillman in a match that had a special stipulation added to it. What was it? 
All right, Gold Dust, Brian Pillman. Yeah. Special stipulation. Second match on the card, I believe. I've looked it up. Uh, gold. It was uh, if Pillman lost the match, he would have to wear or wrestle in a dress <laughs> really? for, for 30 days. Oh, my God. And then they had a rematch the next month at uh, In Your House Ground Zero, September 97. And the thing there was if Pillman beat Gold Dust, he was able to take his manager and wife, I believe at the time, yeah. uh, Marlena, Terry Runnels, as his uh, valet, if you will, <laughs> for the next 30 days. And I think he just kept wrestling in the dress for a while. Pillman <sighs> had to wrestle in a dress for a month. Yeah. And then? There's a part two to this question. I already got you. The following <laughs> month at Ground Zero, Pillman <laughs> defeated Goldust in a return match. What was the stipulation to that match? Yeah, 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 yeah. Goldust yeah. manager Marlena was a personal slave to Brian Pillman for one month. So as I'm sure due to the Brian Pillman shirt I was wearing on the show yesterday, I was seeing I was wearing my yeah. Flying Brian shirt. I was bragging about it. I love that shirt. Rest in peace, Brian Pillman. You didn't even know a follow-up was coming, no. and you answered the follow-up. Well, I ordered that pay-per-view. <laughs> I ordered SummerSlam 97, oh. so uh had a had a good lead in there. That was a great summer of wrestling. That was a great summer. It's a good card. <laughs> What was the main event of the card? Uh, that was Bret Hart and Undertaker with Shawn Michaels as the guest referee. I'm not even going to look it up. I'm, I'm good. No, you're, you're right. You're, yeah, you're yeah. It's setting. It's setting the whole set in motion the whole Shawn and Taker thing. And we're, Bret, we're, yeah, we're good. Would you like anything else? No, we're good. Same Thank card. You. Steve Austin got dropped in his head. Nine oh five. Six eight two. Mankind Triple H nine, cage seven, match. Nine, seven. Open the show. Just gonna. It's in New Jersey. I'm just gonna turn on your mic here and just. Uh, all right. You call the machine. Matt Silver, Carl Brown, The Silver and Brown Show on Southern Ontario's Best Rock. 97.7 Hits FM. All right, I want to very quickly here recap something that happened on the show, on the uh, Adam and Joey show. This is yesterday. Yesterday. After, yesterday afternoon. Yeah, that's right. A few texts about this one. Yeah, that's why I want to bring this back around. Before we do get to Shelby, she's coming up in about five minutes or so. Mm-hmm. Multiple texts this morning saying, hey, 428 yesterday. You got to talk about the farting. The farting? What are you talking about? And then another text said here, boys, 427. Mm -hmm. They were talking about your underwear. You got to go clip that. So I decided I was going to go back, Carl. And I did find audio of the boys. Okay. Talking about our initiative, our Movember underwear initiative. That's right. Soap and brown undies. You can purchase them. Men, women's, two different kinds. The year's hottest stocking stuffer. That's right. All proceeds will go towards Movember, the uh, prostate cancer research uh, campaign. You can order yours now. Just go to hitsfm.com. Big banner right there. Click on it. Takes you right to the page. They were talking about the design. Okay. Apparently, Joey says... Missed opportunity. Oh. We went with the Soper and Brown logo. Yep. Mustaches all around it. Mm-hmm. He says this. They should have had their faces on each butt cheek. You think so? Yeah. That would be the move? Yeah, it would have been the move. They could have put one, one face in the front, one face in the back. Yeah, but then the person that gets the back, I think they get the, the short end of the stick. <laughs> you know what I mean? All the farts are going on that part. <laughs> <laughs> so the debate, yes. the debate started. Would you rather be on the front or the back of the underwear? Do you have a preference of where your face would be, front or back? Well, as the brown, I mean, I probably have to take the, the it, back end of this thing, don't I? It does make sense. Yeah, uh, just from a branding perspective. Is it better to be on the butt or the junk? I don't know. Do you want the pee stains or the, the, the streaks? Yeah. What do you want? Yeah, that's a good question, What's your right? preference? 
I, you know, I think I'm I'm ha- I'm just happy to be on the team. Yeah. You know, I'm just happy to be just a part of the to group. Be featured, just yeah. happy to be in a spot in life where people will buy underwear with my <laughs> face and or name on it. So they then decided to debate something else. You know what I mean? I feel like the front would be better. Which obviously raises the question, if you could fart on either Matt or Carl, which one would you prefer to fart on? Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> oh. uh, Who? Okay, okay Mr. Briggs. fart on? Oof. Are you asking me? I am. That's a flat-out question. You're going to get me into a lot of trouble. Well, you got to answer it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are you prepared? I am prepared. Carl. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> Adam, too? Bro, Bricks. Bricks and Ricard. Would rather fart on me? They're farting on you, pal. Should I be honored or insulted? I mean, I know what I would be. <laughs> proud. <laughs> You're a proud father. You're a proud father? Now, is, uh, well, why do you think that is? You're not fartable? Uh, you are more abrasive. Am I? Yeah. How so? Uh, well, <laughs> uh, there you go. Uh, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. They want to hang out with you. Yeah. Right? Want to sure. party with you. Yes. But if they had to take a shot at somebody, I still think it's you. Hmm. I think you're being chosen in, in every category. Hmm. <laughs> Who do you want to hang out with? Carl. Who do you hate more? Carl. Uh, <laughs> fair. I think it's, I think Polari- it's what it is. Polarizing. <laughs> Polar- Pol- polarizing, yeah. Polarizing to myself sometimes. <laughs> You should. On the, if, we're on the cold end of it today. If you guys could only see him <laughs> off air, my God! Shelby's up next. The Silver and Brown Show. Kids FM headlines with Shelby Knox. All right, Shelby. Good morning. Why don't we start with uh, news out of Brantford uh, before we get into anything else? Yeah, so the search has started at the former residential school, the Mohawk Institute in Brantford. There are two ground-penetrating radar machines right now being used in grid searches. So if you're in the area, you may notice that is happening today. Uh, For many people who are deeply affected by this, they're saying it has taken a long time to get started, but at least now it has started. All right. And obviously we'll have more information on that uh, if anything does drop. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, Talk about space really quick. You were just mentioning to us off air that I, I think, at least for myself, I always just assumed that if NASA wanted to go to the moon or anywhere, like, oh, they just would do it. You right? just start the program. Yeah, they have enough money. And go. Apparently, NASA does not have enough money to go to the moon. No, they're not. there's not enough money that has been uh, handed over to NASA to send people back to the moon because there were plans to put people back on the moon. It hasn't been since 1972 that humans were on the moon, and it's been pushed back only by a year, but still being pushed back to 2025 as our next target date. And once it's push, pushed back once, I get a little leery because yes. I'm thinking, hmm, probably going to be pushed again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it- this is because they don't have money for a landing mechanism. For the, oh, really? For the mechanism yeah. for, the, uh, like, for the module that would, that would land on it? Yeah, so right now they've got problem building a lunar landing vehicle, and part of that is also coming from Bezos, because Jeff Bezos, oh. Amazon founder, yeah. also Blue Origin, big space guy, uh, <laughs> he's arguing that 
In part, the contract is supposed to be awarded to more than one bidder. And he is saying that he had partnered with three other aerospace companies to vie for the contract, oh. but still wasn't given it. And there wasn't enough money for NASA to say, like, yeah, let's let's green light this. Let's go to the moon. Now, obviously, NASA has the landing technology. They've done it before in the late 60s and early 70s, but they don't have the uh, whatever the, the, the technology for the module to land now. Is, it seems strange that they would... I haven't been able to update that uh, well, that piece tech- of tech. Technology upgrades, so sure I think they're looking yeah. for something a little bit more uh, sturdy, sturdy at this yeah. point. A yeah. little, what were they a little s- bit more. What were they uh, sending yeah. them up in back then? Yeah, really. <laughs> pool noodles, bunch of pool yeah. noodles on the bottom of it. Haven't been Listen, back since '72. Seems suspicious. Space exploration is very expensive. It takes a lot of money to do that. Plus, sure. I mean, they're looking at landing in different parts of the moon, oh. right? So that comes with different complications. It's in all and of itself. It's almost as if we should use the money we have to fix things on the earth we live on. (laughs) Well, the thing is, okay, so I hear this argument all the time Uh, about uh, space, and uh, the thing is, the amount of discoveries that we make in pursuit of space exploration does tend to help us here on earth as well, whether Mm. it's in terms of propagation of different kinds of plants that we can then use for nutritional purposes, or even inventing things like Velcro and stuff like that. I mean, space That's explora- because of space? exploration. That's right. no, well, this is an example. Huh. This is an example. So, when we come up with different technologies and different uses for technologies, when we go to space, we can then take those uses and put them into a terrestrial context. Also, so, the things we use in space come back. Can you put a price tag on confirming that the moon is haunted? I don't think you can. <laughs> oh, hold up. The moon is haunted? <laughs> I don't think you can put a price on that. Look, also, I don't du- think. <laughs> double hold up. Is Velcro created because of the moon? Yes or no? No, no. So that was. Well, yeah. They use a lot of Velcro. In you freaked me out, okay? I was just saying. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I didn't know that. I almost took that information and went into the kitchen and was about to like water cooler talk. Did you know oh, we got Velcro because of the moon? I believe that's actually, uh, that was because of burrs on plants. Oh. Yeah, they're like, oh, look at how the hooking system works on uh, these burrs. You know, I, like right mo- the I like moon better, personally. Moon better? Yeah. <laughs> Can we just start like change? Yeah. Like, can we the three of us Shelby, right now? You're, to... you're gone at the end of the week. We're just going to take this and run with it as fact. No, 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 <laughs> no. You heard no, it here first. Don't, Shelby don't. said Velcro came from the moon. If you're looking for some inventions from space, I mean, we've got like scratch resistant lenses. <laughs> oh, scratch and win tickets came from the moon. No. Oh, oh my god, <laughs> scratch and win tickets from the moon. Carl, did you hear that? I heard it here first. Un the Velcro and now scratch. Wow. All right. We should go to space more. <laughs> Frankly, I'm back on board. <laughs> now, Shelby, great transition here. You wanted to talk no. about brothels. No, I don't want to talk about anything. I don't want to talk about anything. Brothels were created on the moon? Ugh, yes. Yes, they were. I've watched Star Trek. I know brothels were created <laughs> on the moon. Incredible. Just for Shatner. Uh, no, but there's I'm a... I'm telling bro- you. <laughs> I'm telling you. Uh, there is an Austrian brothel that is handing out vouchers to anyone over 18 oh, who Jesus. goes to get vaccinated. As the uh, government has banned unvaccinated people from public spaces right. like brothels. Huh. That's an encouragement. There isn't you it? go. I guess so. Depends so, upon, uh, again, what, what floats your goat. Yeah. It dangles a mighty carrot. <laughs> <laughs> Shelby, come on. How are you going to leave? <laughs> right? Quickly. <laughs> this is CHTZ in Niagara and Hamilton. See, it's these things I'm going to miss with Shelby yeah. leaving us after this week. Velcro being invented in space, brothels being invented in space. Also invented in space. How how are we gonna get that info without her here? You know? <laughs> okay.
God. She's going to be so happy to leave us, isn't she? Uh, she's got a great opportunity in front of her, and she doesn't have to be harassed by the two of us twice a That's morning. Right. So, yeah, I'm sure. She likes it secretly. Yeah, probably. She likes it. Come on. <laughs> Some schoolyard mentality there. Come on. <laughs> you know you like it a little bit. Huh? Uh, she was saying off air, when you go to space, you get taller? Well, the so your body, if it's in zero gravity for a long enough time, yeah. uh, will begin to stretch. Like the vertebrae in your back will stretch out. Uh, your muscles, because they're not working as hard, will begin to atrophy. So you have to do like space exercises. I'm going. To, I'm going to space. Like space jazzercise. How much? I mean, I'm five ten. I'm not the shortest person in the world, no. but gain a couple inches. Maybe. Yeah. You're not going to gain them where you want them, though. Oh, I can't. Not down there? I don't believe well, so. That's, I'm not going to space, though. Your blood pressure's lower, right? Uh, you're aggressively in zero, penis. You're in zero gravity. So when you, if for those who do spend like extended periods of time, a lot of times they have to lay in traction for a couple of weeks when they come home while their body readjusts to being in a really? gravity scenario, man. Again, just more more things that point to the fact that I don't think sex has ever been had to completion in space. No, I agree with you completely. I know you do, but our wives don't. No. I'm just bringing that back around. Screw them, frankly. I know. Mm. Okay, yeah. here's here's a better question for you. Mm-hmm. What's more haunted, the moon or the White House of Rock? Moon. Moon's more haunted. Oh yeah. That's why we have, that's why we're not going back. Forty, fifty years. Fifty years. Wow, that's crazy. I mean, to think to have that achievement kind of you know locked up and you're okay. Yeah. Like, did we just see all we needed to see? Well, that's the moon. Rock dust. Hmm. Velcro. On to the next one. Yeah. Some Velcro. Yes, but. obviously. <laughs> what is this? We well, have to bring it back and replicate it. <laughs> We have brought you hey, Velcro. It's one of the things, kind of like Disneyland. I've been two or three times. I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. Nothing else. It's like Vegas. You can only spend three days on the moon. Anymore, yeah. it's too much. Oh, that's way too much. <laughs> we already got the whole gist of the thing. I saw the thing. What do you want to do? Go back? <laughs> Every bit I do sounds like Jerry Seinfeld I was right gonna now say, because yeah. I'm watching Seinfeld on Netflix. What's the deal? It's the moon. With Who moon cares? food. It's just the moon. <laughs> you know the moon. We've been to the moon. It's pretty good, Jerry Seinfeld. It's not bad. It's pretty good. Look now give me your Kramer. Yeah. No, <laughs> Giggity. Giddy up. That was good. That was pretty good. That yeah. Good. All right. I um means pretzels. I do making me thirsty. We're gonna take a break. Yes. And I found a list that I want to break down with you. Worst list of all time. You don't even know what Worse it is. Worse than the sexiest man of twenty twenty one. You don't even know what the list is yet. I don't know. <laughs> I found list of haunted moons. The yes. Number one, the moon. Ah, Number two, Jupiter's moon. One again. Jupiter's moon. Which of the 27? (laughs) Number three, Neptune's moon. Extraordinarily haunted. Didn't see that coming, did you? I did not. And what was that? Oh, right, list. Yeah, list. I found a list of the top 10 songs Uh to bang to. Oh, see, I knew it was bad. The, hold on, (laughs) the legitimate Uh top 10 bangers. Uh, Uh, Huh? 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 The Silver and Brown Show. On 97.7 Hits FM. And before we get in this list, text message says, top song people have had sex to. Mm-hmm. Definitely The Office theme, Netflix and chill. <laughs> yeah. Netflix. What I can the, honestly what... say The Office never, I don't think anything happened while I was watching The Office. But it's one of those shows that you would leave on, that yeah. maybe you've watched a few times, couple of, like an episode or two may continue yeah. to roll on. Yeah, that's fair. Fair point. People don't just have sex to true crime podcasts like we do in my household. <laughs> And that's when they found the body. Well, I'm done. It's just what's on. Sorry, folks. It's, just, it's a coincidence. It's what's on. Don't be weird it's about it. It's not a it. thing. Uh, so this list, <laughs> the top 10 yeah. sexiest songs mm-hmm. for romance. Uh, for okay? romance? 
This is uh, they. It's funny too because they give it a score. It says the score is one out of ten, or, or sorry, from one to ten. Oh, like a scale? Yeah, they have a scale, but they it's, don't explain how they get to the scale, <laughs> right? Like that. Whatever. What I'm, you know, okay. I'm gonna get to number one eventually. Mm-hmm. And number one has a nine point five out of ten on the wow. sex scale. How does anybody listen to it without having sex? Well, and this is just it. Mm-hmm. But they don't explain how they get there. I want to know. You know, is it the lyrics? Is it the beat? Is I'm- it? This is where we're going to judge. Okay? I'd like to know what love is. This is where we're going to judge. Uh, number 10 on the list is Redbone by Childish Gambino. Oh. <laughs> that, <laughs> come and get your love. Is it come and get come your love. Come and get your love. I get it. Uh, no, that's not in there. Oh. Uh, there's some other pop songs like uh, Crazy in Love by Beyonce is number eight. Slow Hands, Niall Horan, number seven. Okay. Uh, number nine, this one, I don't even know this song. Do you know the band Alt-J? I'm aware of Alt-J. Yeah. They yeah. have a song called Tessellate. So this one came in at number nine, but I... No man, by chunks of me. You're a shark and I'm swimming. It's just gonna say random things. As I like this came in number nine. It's got a vibe. Come sniffing. Triangle is not my favorite shape. He's just saying random things. Someone said Bob Dylan's got no bangers. <laughs> so could you to this song? But number nine? I don't know. This is number nine. I don't know. Let's desolate. Okay. I mean, it's kind of like it's kind of smooth. It's kind yeah, of moody. I kind of I get it. Of but all the songs in the world. Yeah, I don't know. That's I number nine. Don't think it would be, make the cut. No. Here's a real travesty, though. This song right here mm-hmm. came in at number six. Number six? Just two on the nose. Is that what it is? You think? It almost feels a little like Austin Powersy. Like it's kind of yeah. cheeky. It's too cheesy. Maybe a little bit now. It's a great song. It's a beautiful song. I got you, oh, I know. Carl. Oh. Oh. oh! Hey, Carl. Huh? Yeah. So too too cheesy? Maybe. Maybe okay. it's just kind of reached the cliche point. You know what I mean? Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. That one came in at number six. Uh, number five on the list. Well, it's Donna Summer, I feel love. Oh, it's got some pace to it. It's too fast, no? Could you establish a rhythm? (laughs) Carl and I are both. (laughs) I'll tell you you this. As a show that rates thrust energy, it's got it. You know what? You're right. I'll give you that. One, two, one. Just imagine, Carl and I are both thrusting right now. I just want you to know, (laughs) Carl and I just both thrusted at the same time. (laughs) In in rhythm. Thanks to Donna Summer. Okay. Thank you, Donna. All right. Okay, so that's number five. Coming in number four, Prince. What Prince song, though? A Little Red Corvette. (laughs) Huh? It's not Little Red Corvette. What? Why not? It's not. It's Darling Nikki. Oh, now, hey, Raspberry Beret? <laughs> that, oh, God. Come on. Pure sex appeal. Yeah. Pure sex appeal. The kind you find in a secondhand store. <laughs> what are you looking for? Sex appeal. Mm, you've come to the right place. <laughs> Valley Village, here it is. <laughs> Darling Nikki, number okay. four. Right. Now, but listen to the lyrics. because Lyr- I. It, this that, is lyrically driven? It might help, yeah. Obviously, Prince has a sex appeal. I guess you could say she was a sex fiend. Okay, okay. Well, I get it. 
with a magazine. How'd you like to waste some time? So I, okay. I think I get this one, you know? That's again. I, I, I kind of get that one. By the way, have you heard the Foo Fighters cover of this song? <laughs> Not. It's great. What? Darling Nikki. Foo Fighters do a cover of Darling Nikki. It's the, great stuff, dude. Okay, you're giving me some homework here. It's great stuff. Um, number three uh, was a uh, man by the name of Frank Ocean. Yeah, yeah. It's called sure. Think About Frank You. Frank Ocean, yeah. Number two, though. Okay. Number two to me is the one on the list that makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. Okay? I don't know if you have any guesses here. This would have been close to number one for me. Chris Isaac, Wicked Game. Makes the cut. How many? Conceived of this? Well, I was going to say Porns. Oh. Has this song likely been playing in the background of in some way? Porn- Pornographies? Right? This song is sex abuse. You just played on the set. Right? Gets you going a little bit, doesn't it? Still got it. I don't mind this one whatsoever. I think it's great. This number and one. Baby number did, two. This and Baby did a bad thing. <laughs> yeah? Did a bad, bad thing. Uh, number well, one, though. Do you have any guesses? I mean, you got this out of the way, and you got Marvin Gaye out of the way, which are kind of the two that I would put in that category. Yeah. I'm assuming it's not Lick It Up, so <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and reveal it to me. It is not Lick It Up. Okay. And I've got to say, uh-huh. Stunner. Yeah? I cannot, I this wouldn't even have been in my top 100. Yeah. For the second time on the list, number one. Got a 9.5 on the bang scale. Wow. Donna Summer, love to love you, baby. Uh, <laughs> is she? Is Donna Summer's people pay for this list? That's right. This? We got to make this list. <laughs> now, just listen to it objectively. Okay. I guess, right? That rhythm in the back there, I can, yeah. I can see it, but number one? Once again, there's that rhythm, though. Yeah. Just like your other one. We are both thrusting again. When you're so close to me. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it can make the list. Yeah. I don't know if it tops the list. Okay. That doesn't have, have 9.5 energy to me. Yeah. That's what I mean, right? Yeah, it's not there for me. Mm. All right. What what have you put on the list? Uh, lick it up. La? Rock and roll duty, for sure. <laughs> uh, Blur song two. Blur song two. That's the sound of making the whole time. <laughs> It is short one. <laughs> uh, River of Dreams by Billy Joel. Oh my God, what? And the Night Court theme. <laughs> boom, 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 Does that go, is it, is it on repeat or just, you just start to finish? Just start to finish. I'm done. Fraser theme as well. Soper and Brown Show. 977 hits FM. Carl, allow me to turn you on for a second if I could. If you may. Uh huh. <laughs> Set the mood. Night court theme. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> the hits moving. No, not November's over. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as I see John Larroquette, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, the. Um, oh, I love this vibe for a sec. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so good. It's good. Right? Look, it is good. And it's just long enough. Yeah. It's just long enough. Hold on, hold yeah. on. In case you weren't finished yet. <laughs> 
Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. <laughs> That's a good score. And scrambled eggs. Ooh, white Quite stylish. Yes. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe, but I got you pegged. <laughs> oh, that's it. That's he all was, Carl needed. He said pegged. Oh, God. Shows in Seattle, that West Coast rain still gets me going. <laughs> uh, great point here. Multiple text messages. And honestly, this one would have been my number one. Said, how did this not make the list? Carl Brown, the science guy. Carl Brown, the science guy. Carl, 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 Brown, the science guy. Good point. No night court. No Carl Brown, the science guy. Yeah. No Rick James. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. No Barry White. Oh, you know what? Actually, Barry. Yeah, I'm a little bit surprised about Barry White. Didn't make the cut. Where do you rank this on the scale? Yeah. It's an 11. That's a good point. Hey, wait, hold on. Hold on, what are you trying? I'm doing, 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 hold let's on. try this live. DJ Soper's in the booth yeah, here. I'm literally going to try He's this moving live. between four different screens I right am. now. Are you ready? Okay, yeah, all right, go ahead, live. Fast Fingers. I don't know if this is going to work. Okay, here we go. Let's see. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now we're oh, going. <laughs> oh, goodness me. Get out of town, Donna Summer. I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, hi, you're right. Yeah, that That's list, an 11. Uh, the list is trash. That was an 11. Maybe an 11 and a half. Southern Ontario's Best Rock and the Sober and Brown Show on 97.7 Hits FM. Sober and Brown Show, let's fire this thing. Yep. Oh. The wrong one. Carl. No, it's not. It's not the wrong one. That's not the wrong one. That's the new trivia intro. Oh, is it? Oh yeah. Hold on, hold on. Now we gotta get the real one. Now, now, it's time, time for Carl versus the world on 97.7 Hits FM. All right, let's do this. We got a hundred dollars worth of vouchers to give away for the Lotto 649 draw tonight. Uh, you will be battling on behalf of Angelo in St. Catharines. Angelo and St. Catharines. Uh, you're 2-0 and in the week, too, aren't you? 2-0 and in the week, and yeah. I think I've answered five of six correctly, yeah, plus a tiebreaker. You've been killing so, yeah, it. Yeah. Back, absolutely killing Back it. in the zone here. Uh, so looking to win is Angelo, who is sitting on hold, and looking to take down the Brown. Oh, let's bring her on live. We've got Darlene in Beamsville. Darlene, good morning. How the heck you doing? Hey, I'm doing wonderful. I just made it through the Timmy's line. Oh, there you go. Great timing. What'd you get? What'd you order? I ordered a coffee, a yeah. tea, hash brown, mm. and a mocha ice cap. Holy, oh, yeah. look at that. Okay, Yay! okay, hold on. The coffee, I'm, we're going to guess what you put in your coffee. I okay. believe, I, I think you're a one-in-one. One. Oh. oh, no, okay, hold on, Carl, what do you say? Two cream. Oh, double double. Double okay. double. I was right yeah. there for yeah, us, you know? Yeah. It's right there. Okay, Darlene, we have okay. random trivia here. Three okay. questions each, and they're all multiple choice. You're going to have a chance no matter what, okay? Okay. You want to go first or second? I'll go first. I'm going first. I like it. Step up to the plate. How are you when it comes to just random trivia? Yeah, well, not very good. <laughs> okay, well, I guess, I guess we'll find out. Uh, try and do Beamsville proud. Here we go. Okay. Darlene, what year? Did the song Take Me Out to the Ball Game become an anthem at baseball games? Oh, Lord. Was it 1949, 1929, 1908? 49. 49? It's incorrect. 
That would have been my guess. So. Yeah? Yeah. 1908. Really? 1908. What? Hey, Cracker Jacks in 08? 1908. Hmm. Huh. Uh, Carl, what was the last movie? To be released on VHS. Oh, wow. The, the last movie. The final VHS release. A, Batman Begins. Mm-hmm. B, A History of Violence. C, American Pie Band Camp. <laughs> um, <laughs> give me Band Camp. Band Camp is in Is it Batman. A History of Violence. Really? The last movie to be released. I should VHS. know that. We've talked about it on the show a couple oh, times. Oh. It's a great movie. Uh, okay. Darlene. Yes? How many pounds... Or, or pardon me, actually, that's Carl's. Let me move on this one. Um, where has the world's most active volcanoes? Where would you find the world's most active volcanoes the most? United States? Indonesia, Nicaragua. Sounds like it's going to be a guess. Uh, Sorry, what did you say? Indonesia. Indonesia is correct. Look at you. Did you know that, Carl? I knew that one, yeah. Oh, okay. You know me. Big volcano guy. Big volcano. Huge volcano guy. You know, we we were just talking about Seinfeld. Carl, in which commercial did Superman... And Jerry Seinfeld famously star together. Oh, interesting. I don't know this. Which commercial? Which brand? Was it for Bank of America, American Express, American Airlines? I'm going to say American Express. And I'm going to say you're correct. Yeah. No. I remember Jerry having a couple campaigns with American Express in the in the 90s. So, makes sense. There we go. One All right. One. Darlene, it's okay. going to round three here. Okay. Can you tell me... I'm going to go this one for you. How many pounds of potatoes does McDonald's go through within a year? (laughs) Typically, on average, how many pounds of potatoes? Is it 1.6 billion, 2.6 billion, or 3.6 billion? I'll guess at the 3.6. 3.6 billion? Pressure applied. That's correct. Well done, darling. Look at you. Two out of three ain't bad. Meatloaf. I would have gone highest on that, too. Yeah? Yeah, for sure. Carl, to force a lightning round. Boy, Okay, heat's on. James Naismith Mm -hmm. is credited with inventing what? Mm -hmm. The jock strap? The football helmet? The basketball net? Basketball net. The basketball net. You said that with confidence. Am I right? You're not. Why not? No? Oh. What is it? Football. The is football it, helmet. The football helmet. The football helmet. Did you know that? I did. Wow. What was the what was the like Canadian moment thing? The poking the yeah, ball. Yeah, with up. the ball with the peach basket or whatever the gimmick. Yeah. Isn't James Naismith involved in that? Honestly, you know what? If he is, massive coincidence, because I wrote this question. Did you? And I was thinking about that commercial. Yeah. If he also is with that, then this is a wild coincidence. Hold on. I'm, d- I'm digging in. Yeah. Give Darlene the prize, but I'm digging in. Okay, that's fair. We, yeah, we are going to give it to you. So, Darlene, $100 worth of vouchers coming your way. Lotto 649 draw. You went two out of three. Right now, Carl, as far as we can tell, is one of three. Let me clarify here. Yeah. Not specifically the net, but 
uh, a sports coach, the inventor of the game of basketball, after moving to the United States, wrote the original basketball rule book and founded the University of Kansas basketball program. Lived to see it adopted as an Olympic demonstration sport in 1904. He was originally Canadian, and it was in those yeah. Canadian heritage moments. So I associate James Naismith yeah. with basketball. But not the so net. So I assume the net. But yeah. somebody else invented a basket, I guess, before yeah. James Naismith. So. <laughs> Darlene, Yoo-hoo! the slate has been wiped clean. Ooh. No controversy. You are the winner. Stay on the line with us. We'll get your information, all right? Okay, thank you. The Silver and Brown Show, 97.7. The Silver and Brown Show, man, this, we have some controversy here. <laughs> yeah. This is absolutely wild. So let me, shout out to Darlene. Look, yep. we, we've already given her the prize. Yeah, she's there's, got it. It's all good. nothing else we can do here. I'll take the L with an asterisk. Yes. Now, the question was, James Naismith mm-hmm. is credited with inventing what? Yeah. The answers I gave you, the jock strap. Yep. The football helmet, mm-hmm. a basketball net. Right. The answer that I looked up was a football helmet. And the one I gave you was the the basketball net because Naismith, I know, is credited with the creation yeah. of the rules of the game of basketball. Uh-huh. So before that, I mean, it was just, I mean, he wrote the game. Yeah. He made the game. So the way I got to this question was I just Googled. Who invented the football helmet? Right. James Smith came or name Naismith. Naismith came up. And so then I just, in my mind, tried to think of th- two other sporting things. Sure. Whatever they could be. Jockstrap. Okay. Yeah. And then yeah. I just, and I remembered the great Canadian heritage moment that you explained. Yeah. With the peach basket and the He's, hole. Yeah. And they had to keep. The, yeah. And so I thought, oh, I might be able to get into Carl's brain here. And you did. And I'll do that. Because that's where my brain went. Well, it turns out. Yeah. He did both. He also invented the yeah, man. net. The, um, um, yeah, he created, he's the, yeah, cre- I guess credited with the creation of a basketball hoop. I mean, he's not the guy who made the first bucket in, in life, but he was the one who first decided that it would be the goal of his game of basketball, therefore, you know, creating the hoop, yeah. right? So uh, interesting stuff. I remember uh, more so than even the... Um, uh, the the Canadian Heritage moment. There's a great you know, the ESPN 30 for 30 yeah. documentary series. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's one of them about a guy. His name's Josh Swade. And at one point, Naismith's original rules of basketball, his original document was being auctioned off. And because he went and created basketball, basically at the University of Kansas, uh, this uh, filmmaker who'd gone there found an alumnus from the University of Kansas, and they won the auction to return the rules of basketball to the Jayhawks stadium at the yeah. University of Kansas. What do you think they paid for it? 110000 $4.338 million Ooh. for the original rules of basketball. Wow. And they are now uh, there at the University of Kansas. Wow. Yeah. Wow. A little, little story for you. And a proud Canadian. That is cool. And a Canadian heritage moment. That is cool. <laughs> so what does that uh, what does that put me after the week? Am I wow. am I two zero and one? Like it's, is that is that technically a draw? Because I was also I was wrong and correct. It's a great question because yeah, technically you should have tied it up. That would have tied it. Gone to the uh, yeah the OT round. We won't really know what would have happened. You know yeah. after the uh, after who's the to say round. who's to say. Now yeah, Rizzy's in here because I that was a question I put together. Yeah yeah. And the reason I did is because Rizzy's giving me some crap right now. Uh-huh. Rizzy, what, the the sports question you had in there, I thought wasn't very good. There you go. It was what is Jacques Plant best known for in professional hockey? Uh, for, he's the first guy to wear a mask. It was too. That was too easy. Yeah. Right. So that's why I flipped it on. First goaltender to wear a mask in an NHL game. Mm. 
Although Clint Benedict did wear a leather form on his face in the early 1920s. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you the backstory too. <laughs> yeah, no, we're good on that, I think. I think we're good on that. Yeah. Uh, so, I, look, I think we've already given it to Darlene. That's all right. Yeah. the way it goes. Yeah, she's the win. I take the L, but not without a, a note of controversy. I, I think it can happily put it as a no contest. And we got to celebrate a proud Canadian. Yeah. I think we can call it a no contest. We know our Canadian heritage moments. <laughs> that's what you can say. All right. Let's move on from this insane coincidence. I think that's very <laughs> funny. We do have some more movie passes to give yeah, away. Yeah, we do, man. Uh, Afterlife, Ghostbusters. It's the new film featuring People's 2021 Sexiest Man of the Year, Paul Rudd. Uh, you can join myself and Matt. We're going to be at the Landmark Cinema's Penn Center, St. Catharines, November 22nd. That's a Monday night for a Hits FM Night of the Movies. Best question, 977-977 wins a pair. Call me now. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. <laughs> All right, 977-977, text the show. Best question, gets a pair of passes to go see Ghostbusters, the latest Ghostbusters film, November right. 22nd. Landmark Cinemas. La- Cinemas. Cinemas. Landmark Cinemas. Penn Center. <laughs> We're going to uh, be there. Soapburn Brown viewing party. Yeah. Right, where do you want to start? Uh, I can start with this one. <laughs> so I think somebody's trying to get me in a trick question. Somebody said, who won the 1919 Stanley Cup? Mm. Was not awarded. I was just about to say. Spanish influenza. The flu won. Oh, what? Bloody Mary or Caesar? Caesar. I'm a Caesar guy as well. Yeah. yeah. What's, like the, what's the difference? I like the thick tomato juice as opposed to the clam juice. Oh. And Clamato versus the straight tomato juice and the Bloody what Mary. The was. Yeah. But yeah, Caesar. Most underrated sandwich topping. You know what's the most underrated thing uh, to go into Caesar? Horseradish. Mm-hmm. A little horseradish. Just a little, in there. Yeah, a little pinch in there. I like in there? that. And then yeah. not celery, the spicy bean. Spicy bean, horseradish in a Caesar. Give it to me right now. Take this. How about the pickle as a garnish? Uh, the pickle spear as a garnish. I'm happy to have the pickle spear, mm-hmm. but I need a spicy bean as well. Give me one spicy bean, uh-huh. one pickle spear, horseradish. Uh-huh. Giddy up! You're making a salad now. Put a burger on there too. I don't care. You see <laughs> some of those things? Give me an onion ring. See some of those things? Yeah, yeah, Bacon yeah. in some of them? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. God, I'm hungry. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> what was your question? Most underrated sandwich topping. I might say pickle. A pickle and a sandwich can really... I bring to the table iceberg lettuce. Iceberg? Why? The, it has the, to be the, iceberg? That, that crisp, fresh iceberg lettuce in a sandwich yeah. is, uh, is to me the most underrated portion when you're looking at the texture and sandwich build, the iceberg lettuce to me. You know underrated. what? Let me say this. I see your iceberg lettuce and I raise you alfalfa sprouts. You can hang. You you can live with that one. Uh, alfalfa sprouts on a sandwich, delightful. Depends on the sandwich. Delightful. And it ha- it's not it's not in every sandwich thing. Yeah. No pickles then. If you had to or could grow a beard anywhere else on your body, where would you grow it? I don't need what. Do I need a beard anywhere else? Oh, okay. Let the process here. You have the option to grow a beard somewhere else on your body. Do I have to? Yes. My butt. Right off the knee. Uh, right off the knee? A little. <laughs> what? Would you not grow it on your feet for the winter? Make your feet warm. Yeah. You're not a slipper, man. Perhaps you can just grow a beard around your feet. God. He hates that question. I do. Right on my sternum. <laughs> You're being recruited for an Ocean's Eleven style heist. What skills slash abilities are you bringing to the table? I'm I'm the distractor. Yeah. Because I'm going to talk to people. Uh-huh. I'm going to keep them distracted. You're the guy that goes in, lets the balloons go over the camera, and starts making a little scene and takes them out. I am the distractor. That's that's what I bring. 
if you need someone to drive in the most uh like common like not like I'm not gonna speed away. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be that kind of getaway driver. But if you want somebody to follow the rules of law of the road and drive totally incognito, let me be your guy. Okay. Let me be your yeah, guy. I, you stick he, to the book. He is a drive yeah. the speed limit guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh from Caitlin, chocolate chip or blueberry waffles? I mean chocolate chip is superior. Oh, blueberry's better. What? I'm a blueberry guy on that. Yeah, really. Give me a blueberry waffle all day. Really? Yep. No chocolate chip, little whipped cream. Mm. Uh, does your household send Christmas cards, and if so, do they include a picture of your pet? Well, obviously the Sopers don't include no. a picture of Dakota. You don't want to upset somebody on Christmas morning <laughs> like that. Oh my God! Chelsea and I do typically send Christmas cards, and we will include a picture of Walt if we have a recent one. Never done Christmas cards. Yeah, you're not never. a card household. Never. And as a Christmas guy too, you guys yeah. aren't a card household. It is a hassle, and once you set the expectation that you do it, I don't want it becomes an your thing. I love Christmas. If I could go back in time, I'd reverse the curse. I was just about to ask, should we start doing it? No. God, no. Yeah. I'm just surprised, though, because with kids, everybody looks for the updated picture of the kids, yeah. put it on the fridge, whatever, Yeah. and you guys don't do it, I which just, is, I mean, selfish and really against the whole season, so I don't I'll know. I'll text them. I enjoy Christmas in my home. In well, my, I enjoy it in the moment. Mr. Season here. That's right. Uh, I love this question here. What are interviews like to become a radio host? <laughs> Do you talk about your extensive amount of wrestling knowledge? Do you have to know a lot about music? Please explain. It's very different. It's dependent on that thing. Yeah, it's totally dependent right? on, on, there's, every job I've interviewed in radio has been different than the one previous. When I got well, my part-time job, it was because somebody was leaving and I mentioned to a morning guy that I'd like to try it. Yeah. It yeah. was a small town and they paid me 10 bucks an hour to read traffic. Like, that's it, right? Yeah. <laughs> so. You know, from that to, you know, this, which was like a three or four interview process, like it's completely different. Well, it depends. Sometimes you're going after the job and now you have to convince them why you're great. And sometimes once, they once come. In a, once in a lifetime, maybe. Yeah, right. And they so, come to you. Exactly. And then now it's, it's, it's just it's yeah. a different scenario. Yeah, it, it changes every single time. I'll tell you, though, your music knowledge will not play a large nah, part in that care. interview. That's always the classic. I'd love to get into radio. I love music. Folks. Let me tell you. <laughs> it ain't uh, about the music. <laughs> um, if offered an opportunity to run any piece of heavy equipment, what would it be and why? And that's from Dump Truck Jody. Excavator, obviously. Uh, because the question was asked by Dump Truck Jody, the dump truck it is. Mm, right. Why is the old McDonald's song in past tense? What happened? <laughs> Had a oh, farm. Okay, that depresses you. <laughs> Had a farm. Wow. A couple of verses in there that maybe aren't included. Hoo-ah! <laughs> wow. It's man, great... the man had a farm. Great question. Mm. Great question. You know, and on that farm, he had a property dispute. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. if I, I'm not sure if it gets picked, but man, you've given me something to think about. It's good stuff. Uh, what would you like here as your uh, your best question? I don't mind the sandwich topping. Oh, uh, got an excavator right here. Hey, uh-huh. excavator. Uh, yeah, I want to go. I want to go dig some holes. You remember when we got Big to do that? Holes. And then, I and then we had a leg. video ready to post, and we were going to talk about it. And you broke your leg yeah. on a Thursday night. Yeah. Yeah. I wish that didn't happen. Same. Yeah. What do you like for a best question? Uh, you can't pick the old McDonald one because I submitted it. Yeah. No. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. That was your question? That's my question, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted your reaction to it. <laughs> I don't even know now. Oh, my God. Underrated sandwich uh, thing is good. Yeah. Yeah. That's not bad. Give it to that one. You greasy little monkey. A head of iceberg lettuce and two tickets to go to the movies with us. Coming to you. my monkey? Southern Ontario's Best Rock and the Silver and Brown Show on 97.7 Hits FM. Uh, Hey, let me ask you this, Carl. If I said to you, 
I'm going to create a Thanksgiving pizza. Right, sir. And I believe we talked about this last year. Didn't somebody have this last year? Didn't wasn't it like Pizza Hut or somebody tried this last year? I, I can't think. remember. I've I have been banging the table, uh-huh. saying, "Give me somebody create the Thanksgiving pizza for yeah. years." I think some, somebody had something similar last year. I can't remember if they executed it or we talked mm-hmm. about it. Somebody, anyways. Go on. So I ask you, yeah. if you were going to create a I'm, Thanksgiving dinner pizza. If I'm building it. I've yeah. got the Thanksgiving ingredients. The, B- dough, the, right dough is, the dough is rolled out in front of me. I've got a place that in Texas that is doing it. Okay. okay? I'll tell you theirs in a second. You build me yours right now. Gravy base. Yeah. Gravy base. I agree with you. Yeah. So it start, can't be too much, but I agree no, with you. No, you know, just a thin gravy mm-hmm. base. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to go like real thin sliced turkey. Okay. Uh, I want the stuffing. In, put into a little ball, almost picture a pepperoni and meatball style oh. setup here. Um, some roasted corn. Okay. And I, I'm looking for a way to get the potato involved, but I'm not sure that I see it. And I'm also not going to force it. Yeah. So uh, I would do that. And then I would do um, I would do the cranberry sauce as the dip cup option. Mm. You know what I mean? You get the dip cup mm. on the side of your pizza with mm. your creamy garlic or whatever it may mm. be. Mm. Yeah, that, that would be my basis of of this. You so, could play with it, but that would be the start. Really? Play that night court theme. Uh, I agree with you. Gravy is the base. Yeah. Not too much, not too little. No, you, the don't right want it, you don't want it swimming. Right amount. Yeah. Uh, I'm going the chunks of turkey. I'm just crumbling uh, stuffing on there. Okay. Crumbling it, okay? Yep. I'm actually thinly slicing circular potatoes. Okay, you know almost I mean? like a pierogi pizza? Like a pierogi, like pierogi, or like you would, like the size of yeah, yeah. pepperoni, uh-huh. but I'm thinly slicing the potatoes and putting that on top of it, mm-hmm. and I'm dabbling corn on as well. Yeah, that's the cheese what I'm in there doing. too, right? Yeah, the cheese, obviously. Cheese automatic, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, that's what I'm doing sure. myself. Yep. This place in Texas, $30 pizza. 30 $30. You're worth it. Mozzarella. Oh, these are great. Someone say do the potato crust. Sure. Yeah, hell yeah. Mozzarella. Turkey. Mm-hmm. Mashed potatoes on the pizza. Hmm. They are throwing mashed potatoes right on that bad boy. That's tough. Okay. Next up, green bean casserole. Hmm. On top of that, mac and cheese. I mean, Cor- this, this thing's just going to be a mound at this point. Crumbled stuffing. Smoked gouda. Walnuts. Oh. Fried French onions. Did I say the corn in there? Yeah, you got cheddar the corn. cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the base? Uh-huh. You think it's got to be gravy? No, it's not, is it? It's cranberry sauce. Cranberry sauce as, as the base. The base. I mean, this thing sounds like I, I like a, a well topped pizza, but for the love of God, that's just, you're, it's not even a pizza, this, but you're fork and knife in that. Yeah, you're oh, not, yeah. That's not something you could pick up and serve to yourself. You talk about putting green bean casserole on there. That is a casserole. Yeah, you just made a casserole. <laughs> you may as well make a deep dish Chicago style, bake the whole thing in a pie, and just serve that. Yeah. It's not even really pizza. You're kind of losing the plot there. This is what I mean. Could you cut a slice and pick it up? No. I don't think you could. I don't think so. I don't think so. Pizza Hut last year did the popcorn chicken pizza with gravy, uh, popcorn chicken, and corn. That's what we're thinking of from, from last that year. That makes sense. Yeah. I had uh, at a place in Ottawa, well, technically Rockland, but yeah. um, Jumbo Pizza. Uh-huh. It was uh, poutine pizza. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was really good. I've had the mac and cheese pizza from uh, uh, our spot here in St. Catharines that we go to all the time, yeah. uh, which is escaping me right yeah, now. That's fine. doesn't matter. It's really good. Pizza place, mm-hmm. some somebody in town, somebody Rolling. in the Rolling Niagara pizza. region, 
Somebody in the Golden Horseshoe in Hamilton, get in touch with us. I love the idea. All right. I just don't like that execution. That execution sucks. It reeks of Texas. You get in touch with us. More is not always more. I agree. Although that is the theme of the show. <laughs> also fair. <laughs> Somebody get in touch with us. We have a Thanksgiving pizza we want to build you. I went walking in the garden. What are you waiting for? The amount of text we got saying, well, <sighs> production just went up because of that song. Oh, yeah. That song's it, a jam, Almost dude. a rocky level, like, kind of pump-up song. I said, it's a great too-long entrance theme for wrestling. That is a jam. That whole, that whole lead-up to it as you, as you kind of kick it in, right, right as the piano jumps in, the dun, 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 yeah. Dun, yeah, hit the curtain there. Unfortunately, four more minutes walking around the ring posturing while the song finishes. Probably gain some heat. Yeah. <laughs> you get fired. Crowd throwing stuff at you. I want to bring something up here. I <clears throat> just spent a good two minutes <laughs> cry laughing yeah. at Carl. So we just, the the break before this, and yeah. we were talking earlier about the Thanksgiving pizza. That's right. right? Yeah, someplace in Texas yeah. making just an absolute Terrible. mockery of a of the theme of a Thanksgiving You and pizza. I sat here and yeah. created what we thought would be the perfect Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving pizza. Yes. Or and at then- least, At least the base model that you could take and then- yeah. And we asked people, somebody make this. We want to try this. Mm-hmm. We spent five minutes mm-hmm. saying, please, somebody, we need this in our lives. Carl's wife texts, <laughs> Carl and I have had Thanksgiving pizza. Mm-hmm. Sends a picture of it <laughs> with the description in here, cashew gravy, cranberry. It's got stuffing on there. It's got uh, potato cream. It's from a place it's, called uh, Virtuous Pie in Vancouver. Yeah. Said, we had this pizza years ago in Vancouver. And I look at Carl You've had the, well, how was it? Your response? I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. You don't even remember. Not even a little bit. No. We just spent five minutes talking about how we want this pizza. You've had it. News to me. <laughs> how do you not remember that? I remember other things. <laughs> how do you? D- I don't know. I don't know. I've been to Virtuous Buy a couple of times. I remember the one in Portland more so than the one in Vancouver. Um... Yeah, I, I literally don't remember that. I, I have no, I have no memory of eating this pizza. You had a Thanksgiving dinner pizza. Yeah, we just spent a yeah. ton of time talking sure about did. how we want to try it. Yep, you've had it. Mm-hmm. You flat out just don't. Nope, don't remember. Could have been, been a dream. It wasn't. Your wife just told us. I never would have remembered. You still don't remember. No clue. Couldn't even tell you. Couldn't tell you when, how, why, what we were doing else that night. No idea. How do you win at trivia and these wrestling things? Because the food is not, it's just a thing that I have to do before I can get to the next thing I do. Yeah. I enjoy good food, but it's not something that is like like burned into my memory. It's not this like great motivator to me or something that I mark occasions with. It is the thing that I have to eat before I can take a nap or do the things I want to do when I get home. So I have no recollection of this Thanksgiving pizza whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, maybe it wasn't that good. I mean, it shows what kind of impact it made on I me. I guess. have no memory of this. None. This is so funny to me. Hmm? None. We spent so long talking about never this. Never had it. As far as I'm concerned, I've never had it. Much as your wife's uh, Mars bar was no longer in that cupboard, I've never had this pizza. Were you drunk when you had it? Ah, who knows? <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember having it. <laughs> this is insane. <laughs> Sometimes there's things I don't remember. You ever forgot wow. something in your life? Yeah, I have, but you, it just, this doesn't <laughs> happen. This is a first. I am the caramel bar in the cupboard. It may as well not be there, pal. I need a second. I need a second. <laughs> wow.
your wife just texting that you even liked the Instagram photo of the pizza that you have no memory of trying. Congratulations. <laughs> you, know, you don't just go through and like your wife's photos and support. <laughs> <laughs> What an Instagram husband. What an Instagram <laughs> you gotta husband. got support, baby. All right, before we get out of here, what did we learn on the show today? Uh, today's show brought to you by Donna Summers, where people pay well. Mm. Uh, list uh, Big list day, actually. We talked about the NFL's biggest whiners. Uh, we looked at a top ten list. It was done uh, by a website there. It was mybet.com. Uh, I know the Cowboys at one and Patriots at two. That makes sense. To no one's surprise. Yeah. I think that was followed by both Pennsylvania teams, Philly and Pittsburgh. Yeah. They're in three, four. It all checks out. Jets and Giants were both on the list as well. Somehow Browns fans got in there. And then we got into a whole thing about a Browns fan who put his head in a bucket of pee nine years uh, ago. Yeah. Video's still on YouTube. Apparently he was a cop. Got suspended for two days. Podcast oh. available. I heard radio anywhere you find your podcast. All right, uh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Collectibles. We talked about how uh, I stay in my lane, as the kids say. I uh, don't really uh, <laughs> don't wander say. too far from the wrestling Carl world. Carl is so cool. <laughs> Our search for a clean yogurt lid continues to tomorrow. Oh, for two. Uh, from Shelby Knox, we learned that the moon is both haunted and the creator of Velcro, and that Thanksgiving pizza on the moon does come with a gravy base. Don't forget, scratch and win tickets also created on the moon. Also Shelby there, said it. Moon haunted. Shelby said it. Uh, mostly, we learned that I'm hungry, brother. Dude, I'm starving. I'm really, really hungry. Too much food chat. Yeah. I want pizza. Too much today. Yeah, pizza, whatever you got. Doesn't Holy. Thanksgiving out the window. I don't, I don't care. care. Send me a straight up cheese right now. Yeah. We'll consume it. Dude. We have work to do. We have like two hours of work left. We, still got, we, got, we got podcast stuff to do. We got a 10 10 call. I got to hop on, talk about the underwear thing, get us some credit. Ugh. Old Shadow Gov sent me some shroot bucks yesterday. I got to find a use for those. Yeah. Shroot bucks? <laughs> call it a reward system. <laughs> some shroot bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Shroot box. Anyways, all right. Great show for a Wednesday. Anything else we have to get dynamite after? tonight, eight to ten. TSN two. You know where to find it. the best two hours of my weekend. Yours. Come find us tomorrow. Ashley's up next. There's a voice that keeps on calling me down the road. That's where I'll always be. Every stop I make. Nice work, everyone. Sharp broadcast. Really good. Everyone on the floor as well. Really a lot of hustle. I liked it. Silver and Brown. 97.7 Hits FM.